Welcome to the Out of the Basement Podcast, a show where a group of friends get together and talk about a variety of geeky topics. Find out what shows we've been watching, find out what movies we've seen, find out what games we're playing. Come along and join us. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Out of the Basement again. We are live in person, finally after the unknown disease of unspecified origin. Wow, you messed that up. I messed yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just do it again, okay? The good, the good news is, is we could just do it again. Or do you want to just leave it? Well, leave it. We always fuck it up, anyways, yeah. right? You know, true. And as true, as true, as, true. as Dev would say, he'll fix but it in we post, are in, even uh, though he won't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we are again live in person uh, after three years of pretty almost three years of being away. Yep. We are yeah. in our new setup. If you've been watching our Twitch radio feed, our new podcast room, which has been all yeah. set up. I am, of course, Patrick Gleason, back from PEI. I'm joined on my left-hand side, which you can't see, but I'm pointing towards Dwayne. Hello. Who tunes Good 50 to tomorrow. Yes. 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 Yeah. Happy one. birthday, sir. And to Thank his you. left is Patrick Ramsoy. Hello, everyone. And finally, but not last, the most important guy right now, because he's controlling the audience. Ha, victory <laughs> is mine. Paul. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've been here for a while, so I guess we'll try and keep the same format that we've been following, which is break it down to like books, TV, radio, yeah. movies, and stuff. We've, yeah. we've learned that um, our natural flowing uh, conversation is better than us spending an hour each describing what we've been doing since we last recorded, which so was off. Which was just awful. It was <laughs> boring. <laughs> I feel a little awkwardness coming from there, Paul. I was sort of like, I am reading from well, the script. No, I'm trying yeah. to like, how can I, I say this diplomatically without saying we all suck? So yeah, there's that. But so I can't use my three pages of bullet points? No. Yeah. no. I mean, pick, pick one or two of the good ones, and hopefully we can contribute a conversation to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, yeah. We did do one in March, but that was yeah. still... Uh, Has remote. that one been posted? That's the question. I, I don't know. I didn't yeah. check. Well, Dwayne, was it posted? Um... I believe it. No, it was uh, it was Discord yeah. last time. It However, I got the weekends mixed up, and right, uh, right. None of you guys actually tried to get in touch with me to remind me. So we suck. <laughs> we do. We suck. But um, but yeah. So man, it's good to be back. It was is. It, um, that was that was March. Oh, March was really messed up. For March me. was <laughs> messed up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah March, moving Mar- in and everything. Yeah, you know, March was little, really yeah we bad. moved in. Paul and I have moved. Uh, yeah. We're splitting a house, because, yeah. yeah. uh, and that's where the podcast room is. It's great. We yeah. mm-hmm. haven't had a chance to watch two. We'll start with. We want to start movies. Yeah. Well, we sure. yeah we do still have a uh, uh, review of the clones to get back into. Yes. Well, that's just it. But uh, movies first. Yes. Okay, yeah. uh, Dwayne. Since you're, it's your birthday tomorrow, you start. Sure. Uh, three under the bus. Go. The all the only thing I've actually been out to see lately was Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. And how was it? I liked it. Okay. okay. I liked it. I mean, I don't know if I liked it as much as the first two, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I have especially fond memories of the first one because I won tickets. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Dev and I went and we actually recorded a review in Dev's car. After oh, the I remember film. that one. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, yeah, it seems like know. all of the first movies were better. Yeah. One description I heard from, like, it was either the director or the producer was, you know, what if there was this massive Avengers movie and Ant-Man was the only one who showed up? <laughs> <laughs> so that's basically what this um, movie was like. So, so there, yeah. there is some truth to that. There yeah. is some truth to that. But, uh, you know, I mean, 
Paul Rudd is Paul Rudd. Mm. Yeah. You know, Evangeline Lilly is Evangeline Lilly. I mean, uh, you know, not that she's without her problems, but, um, you know, she's, she's a Well, I was going to say, if you're talking problems, perfectly talented and actress. there's someone else well, who's a little bit yes. higher and on then the list right now. Then there's <laughs> Jonathan Majors, which uh, is a royal mess yeah. mm -hmm. yeah. on that. But uh, it does go to show you the hierarchy and how things work in Hollywood, though, because people couldn't wash their hands of majors fast yeah. enough. Yeah, well, mm -hmm. I think it's especially since it's it's I a mean, newer thing of like, oh, yep. crap, we're, we're getting in. Yep, not, nothing's, nothing's well, proven. No. Nothing's gone to court. But then there's, you know, uh, like this. what's his name, uh, The Flash. Yeah. Uh, Mm. Ezra, Ezra, Ezra Miller. Miller, and they have oh a whole list oh, of lists. Yeah, you know, but you know Warner Brothers is kind of over a barrel. You mm -hmm. you know you can't recast the lead role, yeah. and as it turns out, if you've seen the trailers, Miller plays two, two roles. roles. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In that mm. film. Yeah. So, uh, but I think most people are, are looking forward also to Michael Keaton returning as Batman. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's why Although in the trailers we we could have gotten that in Batgirl, yeah. <laughs> but no. <laughs> well, that's another thing with DC, the whole Warner Brothers thing of like switching over and Shazam, oh, Discovery. Oh, yeah, they're just yep. trying to play catch up all yeah. the time. Yeah, um, yeah. Now I haven't seen Shazam. I wanted to. Yeah, just uh, never got it, around to I it. I believe it's coming on to Prime Video this month. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, and I've that's the better which is too which is too bad. I was looking forward to it, but again, it's all this sort of political thing going on that was happening that was like sort of between you know but also well, the Johnson whole switch and, and all yeah. that stuff yeah. going to switch now I, I think i mentioned this on one of our previous podcasts but i did see black adam mm -hmm. and <sighs> for the most part i enjoyed it although you know i consider uh dwayne johnson a talented actor he's got skill mm -hmm. but there is no denying that his biggest asset is his charisma and charm. Mm. And so Black Adam was not a role that allowed him to show off his no. charisma and charm. See, very the, much. the problem I have now with Dwayne Johnson is similar to one with um, you know, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel is in other actors, they can't, they're not allowed to lose a fight. Like in a movie, Con they they're can't lose. contractually contractually obligated a fight. To, to So you're sitting there going, the like, well, fights, okay. So. Um, you know, it takes away a lot when you're... Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, it's part of the hero's journey. You've got to fail and then pick yourself up. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. And also, I mean, I, I saw Black Adam. Sorry, yep. I'm jumping here as well, but we're, we're doing back yeah. to our stuff. I did see Black Adam. I liked parts of it. But again, sort of like Black yeah. Adam, I know in the comics recently, he's become more of the anti-hero than he used to be. Oh, yeah. Well, not but it's not recent. Well, no, I mean, like well, we're we're going back to five. the Jeff Johns JSA, and that's going back almost twenty years okay. now. Mm -hmm. But I mean, like it's the thing is though, Black Adam's always been Shazam's, you know, nemesis, nemesis right? Yep. Even when he's an anti-hero, he's you know him and Shazam still have things or loggerheads, right? Yep. Also now, background stuff where you know Dwayne didn't want Shazam to be involved in all sorts of stuff, so it's it, you're sitting there going like, well. No, you want that. Like that's yeah. what you want in a black Adam movie. You want Shazam yeah. to be mentioned because, you yeah. know, it also ties into building up Shazam two. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, like, and you know, also, you could involve. Uh, I cannot pronounce his name. My my sincerest apologies to anyone listening. Like Digimon Hunso. Oh, or 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, the actor who plays the wizard Shazam in the two actual Shazam movies, Mm -hmm. he is fantastic. Oh, he is. Mm -hmm. I mean, like extraordinarily talented. Yeah. How you could resist, you know, throwing him into the origin well, of Black Adam, yes. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. like, I, yeah. But again, yeah. that's where politics came into it, right? It's like, yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, it was a decent movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, no, I, I mean, I, like, I, I, have, I have no regrets seeing it. I yeah. enjoyed uh, it. Again, though, um, I hate the, hey, look, here's a teaser. Henry Cavill back as Superman. Mm, and nope. then, oh, no, no, we're, we're not doing that. Uh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, I think my favorite part of Black Adam was just casting Pierce Brosnan as Kent Nelson. He, yes, <laughs> Doctor Fate. Yes, that was yeah. you know. I, li- I liked him. Uh, he did a really good job. Um, mm-hmm. The only, oh, sorry, Paul, do you want to go? No, I no, I haven't seen Black Adam, so no, I movies. can't really. Neither have I. Movies. We're just throwing yeah, movies, movies out here. Just throwing uh, movies go, out. go, well, dude. Okay. You go first. I'll oh. think of something. I just got to search this. Well, I saw on your Facebook, you and Brenda were out to some movie we just went, recently. We went to see D&D Otter Among Thieves on ah. Wednesday. Yes. Yes. Another yes. movie I haven't and seen. I <laughs> really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun picking out what's D&D about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, okay, Brenda, did she like it? Because she's not a oh, D&D yeah. fan. Yeah, like she, that, that's she, what I'm saying. She, like, she enjoyed it. Good. Yeah. Because that's the thing. Is yeah. like she still It didn't convince her that she should try playing. No, but, but she enjoyed it. She enjoyed it. And that's a good... Yeah. That's yeah. why... Because like, yeah. we're D&D fans, so yeah. we'll get a lot of the uh, stuff. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not as big a fan of D&D as I used to. There yeah, but are, you There are better systems out there. But you understand the mythology and all that, right? And the animated series... Makes an appearance. Yeah. How's this for an endorsement, though? Uh, my sister had her birthday March 31st. Uh, for her birthday, the whole family, so her husband and two kids, mm-hmm. went with her to D&D. They all loved it. Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is my sister, who has never Not been a near a D&D table right. in her life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yep. I don't know about my brother-in-law. The topic has never come up, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, no. yeah, my my sister, no, no, so. uh, and we're not going to give any spoilers for here. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, yeah, it's it's nice, yep. light fluff. Like well. when I say fluff, I mean enjoyable. Like it's not bad fluff. It's good. You're enjoying it. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You get yeah. more jokes if you're a D and D fan. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But uh, they don't over like they don't over explain anything. Like no. that's what I like. No. It's it's D and D. We're not going to explain it's, what yeah. this is or what that is. It's just. It's yeah. a it's a if fantasy thing. If you're a yeah. fan, you can go. Oh, I know what that spell is. Yeah. yeah. Right. But you don't have to know what the spell is called to or enjoy that, that creature. You know, cast. what's the thing yeah. that had a you know suck its tongue out? Like, you know. Yeah. 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 You, yeah. you don't necessarily need to know that an owl bear makes an appearance. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's in the trailers. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know, but what I mean is, you don't need to know that that's an owl bear. No. But again, <laughs> yeah. anyone who understands it gets all the jokes. I would have loved it though if they'd had a gazebo joke. <laughs> <laughs> just because, just because yeah, that's an old thing about gazebo. Yeah. It's like, yeah. well, I, I absolutely loved their take on lawful good with the paladin. Yes. That's all I'm going to say. But they do a fantastic <laughs> job of the alignment with that one. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. just uh, tell me they avoid lawful stupid. Mm. Oh, absolutely. oh God, yes, excellent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's well done. Uh, we, well, I know uh, March was pretty crazy for yeah. us. Um, yeah, but we did watch the John Wick. Uh, yeah, we were, we were planning to go see it yesterday. But yeah, we were planning too much on money. seeing it. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah. Yes, someone said spend too much money, and by the end of the day, we were yeah. both just tired. You know, I haven't actually seen Parabellum yet. I haven't seen the third. It's 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 good. I mean, yeah. it, it yeah, just keeps good. building yeah. up. Like the problem whenever you do these sort of movies is you always have to try and do a little bit more mm-hmm. to get the fan. Yeah. You don't, don't want to do the same thing, yeah. but also they don't want to start doing the Fast and Furious thing where it just gets. 
so crazy over the top that they, they go to space, you know, like they follow yeah. the Mission Impossible model. Yeah, yeah well, it, it. I mean, the John Wick thing does sort of yeah. seem like it's kind of partially going that way a little bit. Yeah, what's yeah. the word? word uh, since we're talking John Wick, I have to take a moment. Lance Reddick, R.I.P. Yes, yes. Yeah. man, was I was shock. sorry to hear that. That was a shock. Yeah. I was such a fan of Fringe. Mm-hmm. I yes. loved Fringe. Fringe was a good show. Yeah. And Boyles was such a big part of Fringe. He was like uh, Reddick's character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You he know, so. He's been around for a long time mm-hmm. and done a lot. Um, yeah. but but he was also I mean, in Spartacus. Spartacus, yeah. 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 He did a good job in that one, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I was really happy to see him yeah. with John Wick because he, like, he did a great job oh, in it. Oh, yeah. He's well, even one of the better parts of the Resident Evil show that was on. Yes. yes. <laughs> but, but, I mean, like, I have a real appreciation for character actors mm-hmm. and yeah. Reddick was such a consummate character actor and I mean like if you watch John Wick if you watch the first one he's barely on screen mm-hmm. for like five minutes yep. maybe tops but the rapport that he manages to create with you know Keanu Reeves's John Wick character mm-hmm. and wh- well, just the whole thing with, of, you with, know... With no setup time or whatever, it's like, yeah, these two guys oh, know each other oh. forever. Yeah, well, that's just... And they respect the hell out of each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and he manages to get that across in, like, less than five minutes. Yeah. Well, just the first scene where he's like, you know, do you have is the, do you have cl- dry cleaning? Do you have laundry? Oh, nothing. That's good, sir. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> just a deadpan way to delivery of, like... <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, no, you know. So or sorry, I sorry. Just so I, I, had, I had to take him on. The name, the name of the fellow again, Lance Riddick. Lance Riddick. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's who. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm like, I cannot remember the name you were mentioning. Yeah. It, yeah. it just. It, well, I, that's who I thought it was, yeah, and then I was yeah, like, yeah. is that? Yeah. I just is had, it, is I it just Riddick had to look or Riddick? I think it's Riddick. Uh, no, I think it's Riddick. Yeah, I think it's Riddick. Riddick, not Riddick. Riddick. Yeah, because yeah, shame. But yeah, no, I mean. Yeah, Fringe, man. Fringe was fantastic. I'd love to rewatch it. You can't find it anywhere. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was in White House Down, of all things. Yes. Uh, he mm. shows up all, all over the place, place, that yeah. guy. Now, um, oh, did we talk about everything everywhere? Yes, we did. Okay. I'm trying to think of some Haven't of seen it. Really want to. Yeah. Actually, that... I think it's on Prime, isn't it? Uh, Which? I think Prime. Everywhere, everywhere, everything at once. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a good... It's it's good. It's really good. It's yeah. on and one I, of them. <laughs> it was really nice to see how well they did at the Oscars as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, I mean, like, everybody loves a good comeback story. Yes. And Ki-Hee Kwan. Oh, Mm. Watch you know, it. Like that, well, that is a comeback story I for mean, the ages. Well, that's the best one because you had um, Brandon Fraser yep. had his one, mm-hmm. and then you know uh, Key is it no? Yeah, Key He Kwan. Yeah, had his, and yep. like because those guys, you could tell they that emotion was real and oh, yeah. raw, yep. you know. Mm. And I felt bad for Raw Kiki. Sorry, I keep saying his name wrong. Kiwi. Kiwi. He did a great job because he realized he was only going to be stuck doing particular Asian acting, like you know the stereotypes. Yeah. And then he went to the director. I think he went behind the scenes. Yep. To the mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, you know, like one thing I didn't know, um, yeah, uh, one 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 thing I didn't know uh, was he became a fight choreographer. Yes. Yes. You know, he was a fight choreographer on X Men. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. So uh, I follow Jerry O'Connell and his wife, 
Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I follow Jerry O'Connell and his wife Rebecca Romaine okay. on Instagram and stuff. Uh, they're, you know, they're they're an entertaining bunch on social media mm -hmm. and that. And I recently actually started following uh, Kiyu Kwan because he's he's become kind of a social media juggernaut. This guy over the past year, but O'Connell posted a picture of the three of them together and he goes two of the two of us are x-men alumni and it's not me <laughs> and i'm going wait a minute he was like i knew it had to have been behind the scenes yeah but i'm like he was involved in in x-men and if you go looking they've got a behind the scenes clip where he's working with Hugh Jackman and Jackman's stunt double on a Wolverine fight scene. Oh wow! So uh, hmm. so yeah so. And and not know, to say the fight choreography and everywhere everything at once, mm. incredible. Oh. Yeah, like mm. uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, that's why I like. The, again, I feel parts of it is, is through John John Wick. Yeah. That got the fights like made people realize okay enough of the John, Jason Bourne and Taken <laughs> ones where it's the. 1500 edits in a, a five second fight. Mm. You know, yeah. let people f understand the way the fight's going. Yeah. Get people, well, get get the actors trained to mm. do well, it. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, don't don't get us wrong, folks. These long take fight scenes are insane. Not easy. Oh, God, no. no. Not uh, easy. No. I, mean, I mean, like, there there is a reason why people went absolutely bananas over the Daredevil hallway scene oh, yeah. Yeah. in but the first season the, of Daredevil. You're watching how long yeah. it took to get that going and how, like, Mm -hmm. Emotionally and physically beat they were at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's in the, there is a reason people tend to do the multiple cameras and stuff like that because it makes it easier to do the fight scenes. Yeah, but I mean, let's face it: when you see the ones like you know Daredevil, John Wick, um, everywhere, everything at once, like you can tell those fight scenes are like intense because you can understand what's going on. You can follow the mm -hmm. wide angle, yeah. you know, further away thing ha happening. Yeah. yeah, well, it was like in... I'm, so, I'm still a fan of the Bourne films, though. The first yeah. one. The, the, the the, it was in the third John Wick, where you there was the it was the gunfight with him and Halle Berry. Oh, and God. It's, it's like they're either focusing on him or they're focusing on Halle Berry. To be honest with you, they spent most of it focused on Halle Berry. Yeah. But well, it's would, Halle Berry. I mean, Yeah, I know. But, but <laughs> you would see in the background... John Wick doing all of his shooting and stuff going on still in the back on. in like the back of the happening. scene while she's yeah. while she's being recorded in the front and then it's almost like they would flip it and you'd yeah. see you'd see him doing all this shit and her in the background doing okay, doing it cool. all yeah, yeah cool. it was like, really like neat said, it's I like they're filming it both Parabellum you know? but it's but yeah like, I, I will eventually well we've seen it more than <laughs> once right so that's yeah. why we started yeah. focusing on Oh, what's happening in the back? Because we're also we're yeah. trying, we're trying to we're doing we were a death tally. We were <laughs> doing <laughs> a death kill, tally. <laughs> so uh, the, the second one, film had the most. Had the one twenty one. Yeah, the second film had the most. The, had the most ones. The third yeah. one was harder because again, when they go into the background, yeah, you're not, you're, it, we you're we hearing. just we you, you were hearing it, but we were like, okay, we have to only count confirmed yeah. kill, confirmed kill. Okay. Yep. But so it couldn't be implied that he did it. But it, it was, we had to physically see him. It do was pretty good though. It was it was impressive. Other, I'm trying to think of other movies. Well, I saw in the theater the same as you, The Honor Among Thieves, yeah. which, um, again, I liked. Yeah. Um, I haven't been too much, uh, focusing more on video games. 
Yes, video games. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll go to you, Paul, because... <laughs> what do you want me to say about video games? Well, well, what have you been what playing? Are you playing? What are you, you know, playing? Well, we what, what, what are you finding fun right now? Well, we've, well, that's the problem. The last the last three weeks, we've been struggling to find a game that a lot of us want to play at the same time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so Pat and I have been playing Division 2, um, but that was starting to get a little bit tiring, just a little bit. We're still going to do some more of it, but mm. I think our interest has waned a fair bit in it. And and we've picked up a game right recently. We've had it for a while. We've played it before. But now we're getting really back into it, and it's it's Helldivers. So it's... Or or Space Starship Troopers. Yeah, it's it's like Starship Troopers almost. It's um, got the feel, the look. (laughs) (laughs) Like the intro video when you first load up the game is like... So change just enough to avoid a lawsuit? Pretty much, yes. (laughs) You're facing bugs, but they're not called bugs. Well, there's three different enemies you can face. One of them is bugs. The other one's cyborgs. But it's just the way the video things and the whole thing of the liberty. This is like, get a taste of liberty. uh, Freedom freedom, or democracy. democracy, Yeah, they really, really, really push that. And And like the, the intro video is like a new newsreel, telling you what's going on in the galaxy fight against whatever it is they're yeah. fighting against. What do you like to know more? Yeah, well, that's <laughs> Almost, yes. yes. And so, um, yeah, it it's like a recruitment video, basically, is what it is. Right. I so mean, it's got the flavor. It, it's not a, f- yeah. it's a fun game. I mean, there's issues with it, we, which we talked about already. Um, yeah, we, we discussed it in depth but I think this morning pretty much on it the, for the, the well, radio show. Which is going to be nothing to anybody who hasn't watched your radio show. Which is why they should watch it. It's also going up on Spotify, though, so you can listen to it later if you choose to. Once the files get uploaded, there'll be a notification for it. Yes. Um, And... um, so we're okay. talking about the, if you're uh, doing the April Twitch radio on Spotify, are we putting the main the podcast on Spotify as well? Broadcast? I think yes. it is there as well. I have to check okay. with Dev, um, but there's because yeah. there's a link. Th- anyways, just just wondering. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and feel free if you guys really want to call in on that. I mean, we'd record it every Sunday at nine o'clock. He's got and, it right. And you, yes, I finally got it right. <laughs> and it's literally just pop in on Discord. I have oh, yeah. it's all set up. You can contribute on Discord to yeah. to it. The only thing is, you won't be in the room when it's on camera. And it's going to be much faster. Yeah, stuff. it's yeah. it's fast paced, for the most uh, part. It's a lot we'll of we'll back see. And forth I, I I try to still be asleep at nine a.m. Yeah. on well, Sundays. Well, you know that, that's <laughs> fine. I'm just saying, like, if you feel like it, I mean, you don't have to come no. in right at the beginning of it. No. You could you could stop in like for mm. the last fifteen minutes yeah. if you wanted. Uh, it doesn't matter. But indeed. you know, indeed. Uh, anyway, this the the thing with this game is you can definitely tell it was like console based. Because you're all sharing one yeah. screen. It's really designed for, like, it feels like it should have a controller instead right. of, like, a mouse and keyboard. Mm-hmm. You can use a mouse and keyboard. That's how they play it. I play it with a but controller, the, and it's a nightmare. The one screen makes it hard for some yeah. things. Right. Yeah, so you're you're limited to where, you know, you have to stay. It's great for unit cohesion until a bunch of tanks show up, and then you don't want to be anywhere near your friends when they all get blown up by the tank. And, w- mm-hmm. and there's also so friendly <laughs> fire, so the yes. fun part is when you start splitting apart, still trying to shoot things, Right. if you're not paying exact close detail of where this guy is and where he's shooting, sometimes you run across, you know, <laughs> the field of fire, or they run across you when you're just like, okay, I'm letting up a shelf with my rocket. Lo- oh, mm-hmm. all right. Yes. I'm, I'm quite known for um, killing my own teammates. Okay. Um, apparently, uh. it's a thing, and and a lot of the time, it's because um, I I move when I shoot, and I don't necessarily move in front of them. I <laughs> <laughs> I might necessarily move behind when I shoot them. Yeah. <laughs> so Oops. Yeah, that that, that he, could he, be a problem. He is a friendly fire guy. He I his total. I'm getting better. Is I'm more than I'm Gavin getting better. And mines yeah. combined. I'm getting like better. Kills. Yes. I'm getting better. Yeah. Okay. Reminds uh, me of. Uh, of. I still occasionally. 
play like Unreal Tournament 2004. Yeah. And you can shoot your own teammates in that well, game. Well, see, the thing and, is, we've and, played and other ones. And if you do, you'll the the AI will instantly kick up something like, "I'm on your side." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was another game we play, Alien Fire Team Elite, where yes. we can play a level where it does have a friendly di- fire. A, a difficulty level does it, it provides friendly fire. That one's you're not stuck on one screen, right? So <laughs> we're we're actually much better. We have a lot less kills in that one <laughs> than we do in in the Hell Divers because. You're not stuck to the one main screen. You can actually pay more attention to where people are and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just although it's more closed, confined. More confined. Hence, why you do do well, um, again, why friendly we fire damage on the weapons the you pick up as well. Yeah, like you'd be surprised how much damage the flamethrower does to your teammates. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's um, no, act, act, actually, I don't think I would be surprised. <laughs> I, I, I think I would expect that. Yeah, that or the grenade launcher. Or the one of the two. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, have you played any video games? Uh, no, I've been just uh, hanging around in Valheim, but yep. not doing much not in much. it lately. Uh, just too much real life stuff going on. Yeah, yeah I thought I saw in. you log into that uh, yesterday. Dwayne, yeah. uh, I uh, I wasn't. I was playing it yesterday, and that was the only, only time th- last week that I played. No, yeah. Um, only thing that I'm doing right now is playing a little bit of Assassin's Creed Two. Here, oh, here and there, yeah, yeah. way back. That's, that's that's about it. Like uh, I I tried to get into that, but it seemed like it was really pay to win. Like whenever, whenever I tried to play it, but I think that yeah. might have just been I was trying to play like a free to play type um, oh, okay. version yeah, of no, it. There's, there's, there's so no, many, there's, there's no. so many versions in that franchise. Like yeah. whether it be like from mobile to PC to whatever, it might have been trying. Actually, you know what it was? I was playing it on my tablet, and it was a mobile version, and oh, that yeah, was I've extremely ne- pay to win. Yeah, I've never, so. I've never tried that. Like the only yeah. thing I've played it on is the PlayStation. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm currently playing on my PlayStation 4. Right. But, well, um, I have a PlayStation 2 somewhere downstairs. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not but, like... Uh, the PlayStation we're 3 behind. is still alive and kicking. Yeah. And uh, somehow I, the DVD drive is iffy. Yeah. Like the Blu-ray DVD drive on the PlayStation 3 is iffy. But somehow I managed to uh, get Rock Band 3 in there <laughs> and yeah. working. Right. Well, there you go. So I get to play Rock Band three every now and then. Nice. Hmm. So uh, hmm. I still I still love that game. For role playing, again because yeah. the move and everything it hasn't been too too much. Although did manage to get a in person alien game going last week. Yeah, that was nice. fun. that was yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, that was that was fun to again. I mean, like I said, it was great to have that roll twenty was available for mm-hmm. online play to keep you know. Gaming and stuff. Yeah, um, but at least it kept our characters available. Kept to go- us. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But yeah. nothing beats in person, where you can, you know, mm-hmm. have, you know, off the cuff remarks and fun side conversations and a whole bunch of other stuff. And you can also do the, hey, yeah, uh, Kevin, yeah, you and I are gonna go have a chat <laughs> here and stuff like that. So. Um. Mm. Um, I was really mean to Gavin. I'm sorry. Oh, you. It's okay. You're a jokester. It works. Yes, <laughs> I'm supposed to be yeah. mean to Gavin. Um. Interestingly enough, we've gone the opposite direction. Yeah, I heard you guys went back to uh, yeah. online for Pathfinder. Yeah. So the reason being is just that I'm running, uh, as I mentioned a couple of podcasts back, I took over from Pat, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. given him a chance to actually play for a while. He's been our forever GM for like over 10 years. Mm-hmm. So... I picked Abomination Vaults because my weakness as a GM is plots. 
I suck at them. Okay. I like to think I can make the characters interesting, mm. and I'm pretty decent at coming well, up with I, I, personalities I, I, for NPCs. I was going to say, I like the Shadowrun you ran. But again, there I was working off of a module. Yeah, but yeah. It's and I could expand. Yeah, the you could NPCs expand upon. Like I said, I, I I liked what you did with it. Mm-hmm. So, I've been fairly active in the online Pathfinder 2E uh, community for a while now, and Abomination Vault came highly recommended. It's a half-length adventure path. It goes. It'll take characters from level one through to level ten. All right. And it's a mega dungeon, mm. like it's it's very upfront, mm. um, you know. Like this is a dungeon crawl, which one reason I picked is it's pretty different from the style of game that we've yeah. been doing for for Pat's campaign. But the problem with the dungeon crawl is the maps. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Especially in Roll Twenty, the maps are such. Well, a it's even pain. worse when you're in person and having to draw it out. Yeah. yeah. You know. But I bring up Humble Bundle a lot mm. on the podcast. Yeah. And Paizo, the folks uh, who create Pathfinder, have partnered with uh, Humble Bundle multiple times mm. over the past, like, uh, two, three years that we've been doing Pathfinder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. You guys probably heard about the whole OGL mess that Wizards of the Coast uh, got themselves into. I think we talked about that before. Well, in order to (laughs) take advantage of the publicity that they were getting because of the whole um, OGL thing, Paisa did another Humble Bundle. Okay. And as part of the Humble Bundle, they have a partnership with Foundry Virtual Tabletop. Okay. And you can get these premium Foundry modules based around Paizo products. And the Abomination Vaults one was the first real premium module that they did. And, like, the community went gaga. See, I was going to say, because I had the reverse because when I went from online Roll20 for Alien to in person, it's like, oh, shit, all my maps and stuff are in Roll20. Are in Roll20. Yep. So, <laughs> so I picked up the Humble Bundle because uh, Humble actually lets you buy in Canadian dollars. Yes. Uh-huh. Everything from Paizo or from Foundry is U.S. dollars. Mm. And it was like 33 bucks Canadian for the entire Humble Bundle. Now, there was a bunch of stuff in there that I already owned. Don't get me wrong. But when you consider that the Abomination Vault's premium module on its own costs $60 US. Oh, boy. Good deal if it's only 33 bucks. Good deal. Fantastic deal. So we'd already done a bit where I'd taken the PDFs of Abomination Vaults that I already owned from previous Humble Bundles, mm-hmm. and an enterprising uh, fellow created a module called PDF to Foundry that lets you just scan the PDF and dump everything into Foundry, and it does all the work for you. Nice. And that was actually really good. Mm-hmm. 
But when we decided to go back to online, which was, to be honest, at my request, yeah. because mm -hmm. of the amount of work needed to actually run the game, mm -hmm. yeah, we started using this premium module that I got, and it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. The tokens are actually more than just a circle with a letter in it. Yep. So all, all the tokens have complete artwork. Uh, some of the monsters have theme songs. <laughs> there is animation yeah. in certain places. Oh, that's cool. On the tabletop map. Oh, I nice. mean, like, mm. you know, I feel bad for Craig because, to be honest, his laptop uh, struggles <laughs> yeah. a bit with, with all this content. Huh. But, you know, uh, I treated myself a few months back. I... Bought myself 16 gig additional RAM for my aging computer, yeah. so I've now got 24 gig of RAM. Oh, how dang you're you're busy there now, aren't you? Yeah, so you know I've got a an, an older six core Athlon yeah. processor, but I've got 24 gig of RAM, and my you know my internet connection is decent. Yeah. The important thing is I've got uh, 15 meg up. That's yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, other than Craig's laptop struggling with it, I don't think any of the other guys nope, have nope. noticed any issues with me self-hosting Foundry. That's nope. good. No, nope. well, that's the thing with Foundry. So you do need to have that that you know, existing well, system. You, you, yeah, you can. Like there is a business out there, the Forge, yeah. for example, and all they do is host Foundry in instances. Yeah, it's pretty low cost. I think it's like maybe ten bucks a month. That's not too bad. That's you know, bad. And so if you want to go that route, or they give you complete directions if you want to get like an Amazon Web Services like servlet mm -hmm. or whatever. They give you full directions on how you can mm -hmm. yeah. install it on there and have it up all the time. And that will cost you, last I heard, was like maybe four bucks a month. That's not too bad. For something that will handle it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, but I like, I like being able to run it on my own system. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the only one I could do any muscle with the, the, the buddies in Waterloo. Mm -hmm. I did a Session Zero Game of Thrones game because okay. I found mm -hmm. the PDF for the one called The Song of Fire of Ice, mm -hmm. which was the actual role-playing game based on, on Game of Thrones yeah. TV series yep. and books, which they lost the license for, so they re came out with another one. You know, it's, it's same rules, but they did, couldn't call it. Yeah. You know. um, Absolutely. But it's interesting because we just did uh, Session Zero, and... There, you can play like you can be either part of the like you're not part of the Stark family, but you're part like of their household you're household. in their sphere. Yeah. In their mm. sphere, so it's you yeah. know it could be Westeros, or you could be Sto you know Dorne, you could be Stark. You never they ended up going with Lannister. Of course they did. <laughs> <laughs> well, because they realized okay, Stark, because the game starts a couple of years before the whole TV series and, and novels start. Okay, right. so yep. you're like okay, so Starks aren't too bad, but then the shit. Really, just keeps piling on mm -hmm. for the longest time. Yeah. Whereas Lannister, you're not really too bad off, anyways. Yeah. Like, the choice was either Dorne because there's not too much stuff done on Dorne in the the books or the novels. Yeah. So there's a lot more blank canvas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you can play uh, a little more. They can play more, but so I was like, I don't care which ones you guys play. I've got you know, I've got stuff set up. I can. I'll just change Either it to match. Or, yeah. To change the match, which you are. So they went with Lannister, so I'm like, okay, well, I can. I can work with that. So we haven't actually had uh, the first real game yet, but um, we've done this first session zero. It's I can't remember the, the game rules, but basically it's it's everything's d sixes, right? You have your stats, 
there's no stats. It's more based on like skills. Like so, athletics. There's mm-hmm. no real stats. It's everything's based on skills. But you have so many dice, and then you get bonus dice. You roll all those, but you keep whatever the skill level is. Right? Okay. So, hmm. so it's interesting. So you can get, let's say, your average is like three or four dice. But if you have sub like a, a specialization, we'll call it, in it, you get bonus dice for that. So you could roll potentially three more dice. So you'd have seven dice you roll. You keep the best four. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So it, it does lead to some interesting ones. They also have, um, it's based on s- levels of success is a multiplier to your base damage. Cool. Right. So okay. if you just hit the person, if they're wearing armor, mm. odds are you're not going to do anything if they're wearing <laughs> big armor. However, <laughs> yeah. if you roll, you know, four times, like it's every level of success, if your times multiplied by four, yeah, they're going to feel that. Yeah. And with someone who's not wearing plate mail, <laughs> they're that really going to feel sounds similar to how yeah. godlike was. Yeah. Mm. It's, and like I said, I don't mind those ones where it's like, because uh, there is health, but your health doesn't determine if you're injured. Mm. It's when you get down to zero health that you start taking injuries, and that's what starts right. messing you up. And then after that, there's major wounds. Mm-hmm. Now, they're not as bad as the, the old Warhammer Fantasy ones, which Patrick remembers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those were brutal. But it's still interesting where it's like, okay, until you were get... Were they as bad as, like, Claw Law was? No, no. Law Law had so many friggin' Like, it had it tables had beyond a, belief. Yeah, depended on, what, oh, you've got this kind of armor and you're using this weapon. Well, this is the table, the critical t- table that you need to use for that. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's just, it was too much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of that, this, I was reading this one. Um, they're talking about, like, okay, other games in D&D that you can do, right? And they're, they're saying, okay, here's the thing. It's like, how much fun is it? You know, whatever. And then they put the crunch level. And, like, well, let's say D&D 5e is, out of five, they put four. And I'm like, have, have you p- really played any uh, other games beside fifth level D and D? Like, like D and D five is not a four out of five crunch level. No. You know, if that's three point four or four, maybe five yeah, e is pretty basic. Like yeah. you know, two or three at the most, yeah. maybe for well, complexity. Yeah. Well, one. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I see brought up a lot. By folks who are saying, you know, we switched from fifth ed to Pathfinder Second Edition, is there's a lot less uh, GM adjudication. Yeah, like it's well, there's there's a lot more like, oh, there's an actual rule for that. I don't have to just decide how that works. Yeah, yeah. 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 But the thing is, though, like, there's then I'm still playing every once in a while on the uh, not as much the old school essentials, mm. which. Yep. That's where the DM makes a lot of stuff up. Yeah, it's on mm-hmm. purpose. It's like, w- here, here's basic rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're welcome to modify. Like, you want to try something? Roll a stat. Yeah, that's it. Make it easier or harder. That's all there is. Yep. You know, but yeah, I'm going five e four to five crunch and complexity. Nah. No, 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 no. You no, don't no, have no. to look hard to find something you know, way more complex. I mean, like if, yeah. if if you're a new DM and trying to find, you know, what to do, then it could be hard, right? Cuz yeah. some people yeah. like, you know, they, it's like, "Oh, what do I do in this case? I don't there's no rule for it." Okay, that that makes sense, but that's not complex. Mm-hmm. That's sometimes just, you know, yeah. h- what your skill level is or how yeah. you're comfortable, you know, how comfortable you are if we just come up with something on the fly. Mm-hmm. That's not complex. Yeah. yeah. Pathfinder yeah. 2E a lot more complex than 5E. Yeah. Yes. But, but at the same time, it's it doesn't take long to get used to that complexity and understand how to work with it. Yeah, yeah, right. It's it's the same sorts of things repeating over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and 
there's a lot of consistency. Oh yeah. In, in well, like you said, it's just, it's basically. But to understand the basic rules, though, is 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 a lot more work. I find uh, for Pathfinder 2E like to get the understanding of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose it's a little more uh, just trying to learn how to use the rules to your advantage. Yes. Like uh, yeah. I mean, in in our Pathfinder game, we do play I mean, very old school style. Yeah. Right, and uh, we don't take advantage of the three action economy as well as we we should. Well, I try. Yeah, you try. <laughs> uh, but there there are some players that are just like, okay, yeah. well, I'll but move up and then hit hit. Yeah. Instead of thinking, well, maybe I should try doing it. My, I have my bonus action, my other stuff. Oh, sorry, well, that's 5e. No, 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 that's 5e. That's that's no. But um, one thing you could do is I move up, and then I try to intimidate them, and then I attack them. Yes. Right? Yeah. But, uh, you know, like in Pat's game, I'm now playing a 15th level wizard. Oh, geez, that's a high up there. And mm. wizards don't actually play around with the three-action economy as, as much. much as other well, classes. No, because just because if I cast a spell, two out of the three actions is casting the, the spell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's, there's, still, there's still things. Mm -hmm. But uh, I've been playing in an Extinction Curse game online on Foundry. Uh, one of the guys I met through Pathfinder Society was recruiting for it, and I ended up joining up. We're now on book six. He estimates that we're probably about two, maybe three sessions from finishing the whole thing. Mm -hmm. We're all level 20. Oh, now. wow. Mm. And that, so we are end game. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, wow. Like mm. the, the stuff you can do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's been so much fun in some ways because I know I brought this up before. I have a fondness in Pathfinder for characters that most folks seem to consider suboptimal. Mm. <laughs> and that, uh, so I play a war priest in Extinction Curse, which is a cleric doctrine and that, where the focus is a little more on being in the thick of things and like you know, actually priest. using a weapon. Um, like a war priest. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But you're still a full... Cleric, cleric. A full cleric. You still get all your spells. Yeah. And that you're just... You just don't get the bonuses. You're just not as good at actual casting yeah. as, say, a cloistered cleric. Mm. And so the conventional wisdom is late game, war priest sucks. You'd be better off going cloistered cleric with certain dedications mm. and everything. And we're going like... No. What are you guys smoking? <laughs> I mean... Well, see, I've it's always been like, I want to play this character. I want to have fun with it. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Ex exactly. Just following, just following a cookie cutter yeah. or the best optimized character, or whatever, yeah. is yeah. boring. Yeah. Like, yeah. but but I mean, like, they're going like, you know, you could take uh, Sentinel or Champion dedication for the better for the armor, and y you know, after eleventh, you're just as good with your weapon or everything like that. I'm going well. You know, I actually played through seventh when my war priest got expert proficiency with his weapon and onwards. And, you know, like that was four levels where I was able to, you know, kick more butt in combat than I would have been if I were playing a cloister pretending to be a war priest. Yeah. You know, so I mean, mm -hmm. but. Uh, 
But I bring that up online, and people are going, wait a minute, you actually played a war priest to 20th level? Yeah. And you enjoyed it? Mm. They're going, heck yeah, I enjoyed it. I mm. still do. I mean, I'm going to be sorry to see this Extinction Curse thing end. You know, I like the, f well, I'll be honest, there's one player I'm not terribly fond of. But, uh, you know, for the most part, I like the guys I'm playing with. Mm -hmm. I like the character. I like the characters. Yeah. I'm playing well, with. Well, like that's about you know, it. I'm, so I'm playing in. Uh, it's called the Drizzle, which is a Viking, like very Viking-based game designed by Italian people. But <laughs> well, the, Itali the, the Italians have a long history it. of, you know, adapting other cultural things. Yeah. I mean, look at the spaghetti westerns. Yeah. So they did a great job with it. So I'm playing a young uh, barbarian or berserker, right? Okay. Who. Not the brightest guy out there, and I'm I'm playing him like that, and like because they're like, uh, you missed the point. No, I didn't. <laughs> I'm I'm fine. Yep. You know, it's like, oh, it's time for negotiation. I negotiate. That's a two hundred X. That's my negotiation. Yeah. If, uh, they're, if they're all dead, yeah. I win the negotiation, yeah, right? That's how yeah. it works. There, there 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 is a there is a joke uh, online, basically, you know, like. You know, a barbarian is a hammer, and everything else yeah. is a nail. <laughs> um, it's not necessarily true, no, but, but it can be true. Yeah. It can be true. You know, it's like uh, like my guy started to learn how to do poetry. Nice. You know, I mean, he's not that good at it. True, but, but you know, there's, there there are far more bad poets in the world. <laughs> That's true. Than, That's true. Than there are good poets That's in true. the world. You know, uh, yeah. so I mean, it's fun, and in um, the. My buddy Eric, who's right now running Ragnarok in Waterloo, uh, he's he, he's running a 5e game, but based on Dante's Inferno. Okay. So mm -hmm. you're going through hell, mm -hmm. and it based on upon whatever your sin is, is what message you get disadvantage at that level of hell. Right. Right. Because you know that's your sin. That's where you're supposed to be. So we're we're trying to you know redeem ourselves. So who took gluttony? Uh, <laughs> no one took it. Uh, we have a failed priest who is. Um, I'm I'm second level, so self harm and stuff like that. Okay. And we have one who is uh, the seventh level of hell, I think. Okay. Yeah. I, I I actually am not I terribly familiar with Dante's levels of hell. Yeah. So, but but basically, it's, it's pretty. So you're because you're not dead, but you're not alive, right? Okay. So you're yep. sort of like limbo, and you're trying to get out of hell. Mm. But so of the question becomes: What happens if you die? Mm -hmm. Well, you do die. Like th okay, mm -hmm. this is it. You so have bas hope. basically, if you die, you, you, you lose your chance to get out. No, no, mm -hmm. you die, you reform. Okay. Do death is not the end; it's losing hope. Right. They they have this stat called hope. Okay. And you're mm -hmm. trying to hold on to your hope to actually get through. As you lose hope, that's where you wait become more insubstantial. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! White Wolf did something similar, similar yes. like that with yeah. uh, uh, with, uh, with uh, Wraith. 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 Yeah. Yes. Wraith. Yeah. yeah, so they're sort of doing, but like I said, it's it's based in Dante's Hell. So you can die. I mean, you lose hope when you die, but it's not the end of the world. Yes, right. Um, it's losing the hope. But the thing is, like, hope can give you different things. But if you lose it, it ain't coming back. Yeah. I mean, well, very very slowly versus the I just spent how much? Yeah. Sort yep. of like you know budgeting. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so anyone else have anything for role playing? Well. Uh, a little more on the Pathfinder side oh of yeah. things. Uh, I started GMing for Pathfinder Society. Oh, nice. Cool. So I've only done it twice now. Uh, so I ran what's called a, 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 a bounty, which is a sh pretty short 
one hour to like hour and a half adventure. Uh, all the characters are first level. Um, it's meant it's meant to be an introductory type thing. Yeah. So I have a few of those that I picked up through Humble Bundles. Yes. Keep going back to that. Yeah. Um, well, I picked up uh, just speaking of Humble Bundles, I picked up the um, a lot of the Civil War ones from them. Yeah. So did that and Once also did a one shot called A Fistful of Flowers. Oh, cool. <laughs> so Pathfinder has a bunch of ancestries, what they would have called races mm-hmm. in D&D. Uh, but uh, one thing the Pathfinder 2nd Edition is trying very hard to do is move away from certain problematic aspects of the hobby. Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, so they have these ancestries, and one of the ancestries is called a Leshy. And a Leshy is basically a plant creature brought to life by a druid that later gains their independence um, from one ri- from one way or another. It's it's not uncommon for a Leshy to outlive their druid, for example. Okay. Uh, that. So the adventure follows a, a kidnapping of some Leshies from a forest community of them, and the players, who are all third-level Leshies, you know, are the uh, kind of Elder statesmen, and of course they have to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. So they mm. called it a fistful of flowers. It was a free RPG day. Uh, oh, adventure Paizo yeah. put out yeah. for this year's free RPG day. They're doing for a few flowers more. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I I need to find some way of piping like Sergio Leone's. Uh, Oh, themes into yes. Discord when yeah. I'm when, when I'm running these. You can just um, if you have a in Discord, just have audio feed on your laptop. Yeah, it should pick it up. It should yeah. yeah. So, um, or there's also Jukebox. Yeah. No, Sings. they they not oh, allowed to use that plugin anymore. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Copyright ah, issues. Yes. But uh, I so I've done that, and in Society Play. I got to play my first character, my bomber alchemist. Uh, he bombs at midnight? No, <laughs> not quite. I'm not, I'm not quite that manic. But, uh, Chaotic neutral. Yeah. He's probably my favorite character of all time. Yeah. And the thing is that I've played him to such a level that it's rare for me to get a chance to, to play, play him yeah. because yeah. there's far more like level one to four scenarios yeah, for Pathfinder Society. Well, it's also just for any game. Right, yeah. I'm yeah. like, okay, I, I'm tired sometimes. After a while, I was like, can I play a? Hi- can we play higher level characters? Because I've done yeah. the level one to whatever. Well, yeah, it seems like that's yeah. the thing you just do over the and over. The typical campaign over doesn't over again, get past yeah. level fourteen, so there's not a lot of incentive to design stuff for the higher levels. Which is unfortunate, but it, like yeah. I said, cause they they go they go and give you all the spells yeah. and stuff, but you're never going to get to the point where you ever no. use any yeah. of them. Well, I will say though, if you s- stick with it. Pathfinder 2E, high-level play, is actually a lot of fun. Oh, no, I'm not saying it's not. It's just yeah. I'd like to start at, like, you know, yeah. eighth level or something as yeah. opposed to well, first. you know, so yeah. that's that's an option. Like, for example, I'm running Abomination Vaults, which is 1 to 10. Mm-hmm. A lot of people follow that up with another Paizo uh, adventure path, Fists of the Ruby Phoenix, which is the Grand Martial Arts Tournament oh. um, adventure kind of 
a la like Enter the Dragon, mm-hmm. yeah. except fantasy with all kinds of things. And that's uh, 11 to 20. Okay. okay. So you start hmm. at 11. Or could be, how about and Fists you play of 20. Fury? Hmm. Oh, we did see that one. Sorry. Kung, this is, this Kung Fury. Yeah. No, no, Fists of Fury. Uh, uh, it's oh, a Bruce Lee quote unquote Bruce Lee movie. I think that's yeah. one where he died. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Or so they had, he's only in parts of it. Yeah. And it looks like they took parts of another movie and they shoved that into that movie to yeah. make a full movie. And you're yeah. just like, I'm, we're not following this movie. So no. What's going on here? <laughs> yes. But yeah. Yeah, it was so, it was rough. Darius, my bomber, uh, in that last game, hit 11th level. Oh, no. And fortunately for me, uh, there's only two 9 to 12 scenarios that exist. And I played them. But they're putting out a third one this summer. Oh, good. So I'm going to get a chance to play Darius at 11th. And 11th level, i got to say, for an alchemist is fantastic. (laughs) It It is such a great thing. Because... One of the things with alchemists that a lot of people kind of struggle with, a lot of their power budget, so to speak, you hear the term power budget pop up a lot in online Pathfinder uh, uh, discussion, is that they can create these things called mutagens. And mutagens will make you stronger in certain areas. Oh, so sports enhancement drugs. But they'll give you a a drawback. Yes. And that and Tricky so testicles. Pardon? No. <laughs> <laughs> so thankfully, I mean, thankfully, nothing permanent. Just okay. while you're under the effects. Oh, okay. So sports medicine drugs are okay in Pathfinder. Yes. Mm. Although there are actual drugs, which do cause problems. Oh, okay. But the mutagens are fine. You know, but you gotta. They're not popular in a lot of really? circles. But you get tr- you get a, you get teenage ninja mutant turtles that way. Yeah. Well, it's not a permanent mutagen or no. mutation or anything. Although you can make it so if you're an alchemist later on. But my bomber, for example, uses quicksilver mutagen. And it makes you more accurate at ranged combat or if you're using a finesse weapon in melee combat. Well, obviously dex helps the dex stuff. Mm. Helps the dex stuff. So it helps your uh, saving throws. Your mm-hmm. reflex saving throws. Oh, yeah. uh, all the deck skills, it yeah. helps them out. So thievery, acrobatics, uh, stealth. I love stealth. But you take two hit points a level of damage every time you drink the stuff. Well, that can hurt. And you can't heal that damage until, until it wears off. Yeah. Right. Mm. And you take a minus two to all your fortitude saving throws. So basically, you get faster, but you get more fragile. Yeah, but eleventh level. So the reason why Quicksilver is livable for an alchemist is you start off with expert in your fortitude saving throws. So you take a minus two. Gee, you're on the stuff. You get knocked down to trained. There are a lot of classes in Pathfinder who only <coughs> have trained mm-hmm. in fortitude saving yeah. throws. Yeah, they survive. Guess what? So will you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and for the hit point thing, well, gee, it means that you get knocked down to wizard level. Yeah. You're a ranged striker, and you're fast. And if, wizard, and if people think Pathfinder wizards are weak, play old school. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyways, 11th level, your fortitude save goes from expert to master. 
Oh, so it goes back down to master. Then. So it goes down to expert. Yeah. But you also have a fun little class feature called Juggernaut. Pathfinder has the four levels of success. With Juggernaut, every time you get a success on your Fortitude save, you, you get a critical success yeah. instead. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, gee, I've got expert Fortitude saves like the Rogue when I'm on Quixel, which mm -hmm. is not all the time. But I've got Juggernaut. So I get a lot more crit success. I get a lot more crit successes yeah. than a rogue does. Yeah. So you know, it's all good. But the mutagens now last an hour, so it's really easy to have it up and active before or I actually get into a fight. Yeah. yeah. And all my bombs have gone up in damage, yeah. and my perpetual bombs have gone up, and they released the fourth printing of the core rulebook, and they changed how the perpetual infusions work. Before, it was you picked two bombs off of a very small list. And at seventh level, you could make an infinite number of level one bombs of those of that type. Okay. Uh, level 11, you could move those up to the moderate bombs, which are level three bombs. But you had to improve the bombs that you picked at level seven. Not the case anymore. Oh, so now... You can pick any first level bomb at level seven that you have access to. Not just the list, which is all from the core rule book. You can pick anything. And then at level 11, you pick two level three bombs. You don't have to upgrade the ones you picked at level seven. Mm -hmm. And they don't go away. And every level, you can decide to switch which ones you picked. So at level 11, you end up with four bombs that you can make infinite numbers of. Two moderate, two lesser. Level 17, you get six. Mm. Greater, moderate, lesser. There's a feat you can take that will double that. Uh, so now I'm level 11. So for damage-wise, I've got alchemist fire and acid flasks. On the lesser side of things, I've got bottled lightning, which is a lot of fun because it inflicts flat-footed on somebody. And I have alignment ampules. And they're a weird bomb because they don't do anything unless the target has a weakness to alignment damage. Oh. Doesn't matter which they alignment they're weak just, to, just it does all four. But I have a feat called Sticky Bomb, which will do persistent damage if I quick alchemy the bomb. And I can quick alchemy these things for no cost. Now, most of the time, I'm not going to want to use a lesser bomb because, well, they are lesser. They don't do as much damage. Mm -hmm. But alignment ampules are only for when the thing has a weakness. And I can make two of them at a time if I need to. So, basically, my guy is hell on wheels against demons. Yeah, yeah. nice and so. Yeah. So, it's yeah. like, because I can make two of them. Yeah. And if I just splash the guy. They're taking the it's persistent. Persistent. They, well, no, they don't oh. take the persistent, but they will take the weakness. Oh, yeah. right. And then so if I hit him, mm -hmm. he takes weakness, yeah. and he gets persistent. If and I splash him with the second bomb, he takes weakness again. Yeah. yeah. And then at the end of his turn, he takes the persistent, and he takes the weakness again. With the persistent, yeah. And then he has to roll 15 or better on a d20, no modifiers. Or it keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, in Pathfinder, uh, when you have a weakness, there's a set amount of damage that you're doing. So even if you're only taking one point of damage from the splash, you're, 
you know, if you've got a weakness five, you're, you're taking, taking an additional five points of damage on period. top of that, yeah. Yeah. which you can't resist. One of my most effective things ever, I quick alchemied for full cost. So I burnt a batch of reagents, an alignment ampule. It was an undead dragon. I had sticky. I QA'd it. Yeah. I hit the undead dragon. It was weakness 10, good. Ooh, it took five points. So, yeah, so I hit it for, like, like alignment ampules actually with damage are lousy. Um, a lesser one only does a single point of damage plus your splash. Moderate is a D4. Usually we 2D4, mm. but no, a moderate is just a single D4 plus your splash. But the thing is that I did that plus 10 points of good. Here, yeah. And then the GM proceeded to fail the splat check about three or four times. So... Every time I was doing four points persistent good plus the 10 points mm. of weakness. Yeah. So that one bomb did something like close to 50 points of damage against this thing. Yeah, you yeah. feel that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, speaking of, have you, anyone who's going to switch to TV shows? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Who's going to say Vox Machina? Uh, haven't really watched it. All right. No, I mean. I, I enjoyed them, but. Honor Among Thieves does. The That's not a TV series. I know, but I'm, I'm just talking TV. Nah, you had your chance. No, no, you had your, you had your chance. Honor Among Thieves does the D. He's saying does D the he does D and D better. It does. It yes. does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because Vox Machine is not. R it's critical role. Yeah. And they do house rule. Like they do house rules. Yeah. Like all the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, from their first season, there was the uh, tree incident, which uh, when they were playing it and broadcasting it on Twitch was really impactful. And when I was watching it, I was going, okay, I can see how this is impactful, but really what purpose did it serve for the villains at all? Not much. Nothing, really. No. So why did they bother doing it? It's because so it's it part of the... the it, was yeah. a, it was a callback to the... Oh, yeah. Twitch I, I totally okay. get yeah. why it was in the show, but why the villains did it didn't make any sense. No. Right? Hmm. Well... Every time I think of trees and Dungeons and Dragons, uh, I brought up the Order of the Stick yes. mm. a few times. Durkin, the dwarf cleric, is convinced that there is a conspiracy amongst the trees. Which made it all the more funny when the Order was actually fighting a druid who animated a bunch of trees. trees. <laughs> and so you get a great panel of Durkin running away going, run for your lives, the trees be attacking. The only thing I've been watching lately in TV is Game of Thrones. Because I got into that because I never watched it when I was on HBO because I didn't have cable. Stop at season seven. Well, I know. That's what everyone tells me. I'm only into season, halfway through season five now. You're doing better than me. I think I crapped out just after... It's all really good until they reach the point where there weren't any books, books supporting anymore. their yes. idea anymore. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm almost yeah. there. What? You're saying the writing staff wasn't quite as good as George R. R. Martin. Yeah. I mean, they didn't well, make... They, they he, didn't wrote, he wrote the screenplays for this, for this series, no, but he well, stopped no, writing the books. No, no, no. He, he was a he consultant on the screen. He was a consultant. Oh, was he? he wrote oh, the I thought, he, I thought, he, 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 I thought he was like, he's like, I'm going to put my focus into the TV no, series. No, no, there's a new TV series. There's a new TV series coming out. That he's <laughs> actually involved, a lot more involved with. Is it? How, you mean House of Dr the Dragon? No, there's another one after that. Yeah. Uh, a knight one, something about knights or no. something. But no, for the TV series, the first Game of Thrones, he was a consultant. But there, there was a lot of change. There is changes there between changes, yeah. between that and the books. Yeah. yeah. But they're nothing horrible, and they actually work well enough. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. It's when after season seven, 
Well, the, even near the end of season seven, yeah. they're like, oh, uh, we don't have anything to go off of. We'll have to make our own. And then Oh, and it got terrible. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, a big part of it was that they started going into a whole lot of tropes. Like, mm. uh, they need yeah. a, to send a message. You know, this is, you know, they use crows to send messages. This is something that'll take a few days. Yes. But no, it was it's going from one end of Westeros to the other in... In just a in matter minutes. of hours. In, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing they, they've done in other movies, like, you know, Star Wars, where it's like, used to, in the first ones, used to take days or weeks to go from one place to another, even in hyperdrive, because, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, wait, we've only got 16 hours to go with this, but we get there, back, do a whole bunch of stuff, and come back, and... But oh, yeah, no, no time has gone no past. No time has gone by. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, same thing with, you know, it's like, yeah, in the first one, riding took time, like... Well, I mean, the, like the first season is just uh, after, or no, it's the second season after Ned Stark dies. The whole season is pretty much the Northern Army trying to get to the river crossing yes. to get over to but the But even south. then, it took time for them to find yeah. out he was dead. Yeah. Like, yeah. it wasn't instant. No. It's like, um, yeah, yeah we get, yeah. so I, that I, I'm, I'm enjoying it because, again, it's helping me get ready for the Game of Thrones role-playing game, but that's all I've watched on TV. Yeah. 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 I, I couldn't get past the first episode. Yeah, I mean, like, between the kid getting thrown out the window and uh, the incest, yeah, it's like, come books. on now. You never I've read the books, did you? <laughs> no, yeah. no. It's like, yeah, I've, I've got better use oh, for Jamie hours of my Jamie time. Jamie and Cersei had a lot yeah. issues. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What's funny is Jamie's the one who actually goes through a bigger arc. Yeah. Yeah, so I've heard. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he, mm. he, he becomes a very interesting character. It's so also yeah, interesting. So I've heard. Hmm. Yeah, it's like, okay, combat, it ain't fun. Yeah. No. yeah, I mean, like, you know, on on the other extreme, uh, any of you guys ever see the short-lived series Legend of the Seeker? Yes, I own it. Yeah. I have it on DVD downstairs. So that's also based on a series of books. Yes, it is. Oh. Wheel However, of, wheel of, no, uh, not I the Wheel of Time, it, uh, uh, it's Legend of the Seeker, yeah. Well... Terry Good, Terry Goodkind. Terry Goodkind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wizards you first. Wizards first I, I rule series is the first book. Yeah. Um, I've actually read the first two books. I have them all. So I enjoyed them. Well, I, I, I was warned to avoid <laughs> the later books because Goodkind uh, has his. Well, I suppose fetishes is about yes, the only they, way to, they show to up. describe they it. Show How about up, yes. uh, compared to Orson Scott Card? Oh no, oh, that's so entirely different. If you want to talk about fetishes, it's John Norman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. now Card, Card, I had to walk away from when I realized uh, the uses that he puts to his, puts his money to. So I just mm-hmm. I, yeah. I couldn't. But I was gonna say for, for books, you want to go well. The best one I love still is the Expanse. It went from them playing the game, yeah, to them writing the books. Being picked up for a TV series, yeah. and now becoming a, a role-playing game yeah, based on based the TV on series. Based on the TV series. <laughs> <laughs> the TV series. Yeah. What? Anyway, yeah. uh, but for TV, uh, I'm caught up on the Flash, so I'm waiting for the. Yeah, it's been next two weeks since they've yeah, uh, dropped. Yeah, yeah. Next, next one is the 28th. Yeah. Mm. And, that. and the final season is shaping up okay, in my mm. opinion. You know. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's no worse it's than the previous seasons. It's a it's a victory lap. There's no there's no doubt about yeah. that. They're trying uh, to bring in as much of the Arrowverse as possible. Into oh, okay. It. Oh yeah. uh, Paul's watching the Mandalorian. Ah, yes, the yeah. Mandalorian. I yeah. Have. Well, no, you haven't. Yeah. But well, you have season, access season to it. I know, but I've been I've been bi- t- 
Well, okay, A was busy with a lot of other stuff, but yeah. Yeah, one of these days I may be able to muster enough interest in Star Wars again to actually watch The Mandalorian. Uh, the Mandalorian's uh, good. Obi-Wan Kenobi is good. Andor, uh, Andor is excellent. Yeah. Andor is excellent. Yeah. yeah, that day is not I'm, I am looking forward to seeing Ahsoka when it comes yeah. out. I kind of want to know what happens there. Um, but I am also kind of leery about about it too, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Uh, but I, I kind of I like the the fact that like I I really enjoyed the Rebels animated series. series. Yes. It was really good. I really enjoyed it, and it's really nice to see it all become live action. The yeah. same characters. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I just I just like that, and it's kind of neat to see yeah. that. What? But uh, it seemed like I know I, co- I commented. Was it this morning I was commenting about the Mandalorian? This 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 yes. this season. It, it I don't I don't know how to describe it. Um, it became less about uh, Din Djarin and yeah. more about Bo-Katan Kryze, Yeah, is is basically what it was, which is fine. I liked her character too. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was from the Clone Wars. She had a good development and, and yeah. whatnot. She's a likable character. But the Mandalorian is supposed to be about him. Well, didn't, didn't they right? bring Mando into the Boba Fett? And you know, yes, they did, and I mean, he got an entire episode of his own in that show. Yeah, it was yeah. Really, which is like, like what? But I mean, I, I like, I like the Boba Fett series too, kind yeah. of. There's yeah. things I like about, it, and there's things I don't like about it. Yeah, but I mean, I like to see more with his character because I thought it was a really interesting character. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's neither here nor there. We're talking about Mandalorian, but <laughs> I mean, uh, we had this giant discussion about. Yes. Grogu and how pointless his character is. Yes, he's there yeah. for cute factor and selling merchandise. That's right. That's the entire purpose yeah. of his character, and it doesn't even make sense mm-hmm. as a character. Okay, mm-hmm. so he's an Ewok. Uh, mm-hmm. No, no, he's a Yoda. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, yes. like basically, he's, he's oh, that's why you, exactly. you just described the purpose of the Ewoks. Yep. I so mean, I mean, he is. He has a little more agency in season three. Well, yeah, they give him a little bit of backstory, but even that is wrong. It's not wrong, but it doesn't make sense. It's I mean, he's, he's he's supposed to be, to be 50, fifty years old, but he's still a child. He's he's a long he's a long lived race. That's, That's fine, but yeah. I'm sorry, any race in existence for survival's sake has to reach an age of maturity quickly because you're weak the entire time, yeah. and that's all he is. Is he's a bloody weakness. He's a baby. That and fifty years later, he's mm, supposed he's like still he's still, still a baby. baby. He's an elf. No elf still no. They still reach maturity in like eighteen nineteen years. I'm sorry to say. Then they just stop aging. They just literally stop aging at that point. Yeah, but they are kids. Yeah, Yeah. they're still not babies. But they can actually take care of themselves. Second grader or teenager, even like a young teenager or preteen. At that that age, they can actually speak. He can say his name, and that's it. Okay. He cannot talk. He cannot do yeah. anything yeah. but grunt and gr- and, and make yeah. noises. But he's fifty yeah. years old. Okay. Yeah. yeah I've yeah, got yeah. I've got no skin in this game. So. Yeah. No. Uh, has I anyone seen the Last of Us? Just but, uh, I did want to bring up one thing about the Mandalorian, though, that yeah. I did appreciate casting. Because yeah, they did a good job for that. Yeah. Well, well, the main the main thing was uh, when exploring Grogu's backstory, um, they cast Ahmed Best as, as uh, the Jedi who saved yeah. him. Yeah, and that I appreciate because I mean, like, if anyone deserves payback from Lucasfilm, <laughs> it's Ahmed Best. That yeah. guy did not deserve what was done to him. No. Yeah, not you know. I mean, you like, you can hate the character, don't hate the actor. Yeah, but no. I mean, like, I was gonna say fan- the fandom got ugly with that guy. Well, yeah. not as bad as Ruby. Yeah, yeah. The second sequel. Yeah. yeah, which again she didn't deserve. Rose, that. Yeah. yeah. 
the one who played Rose. Yeah, yeah. Rose. Yeah. yeah, Rose. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, absolutely, absolutely, she didn't. I mean, I, I, no, didn't, I don't. I didn't, I didn't care for the character. I mean, like that but was that was one reason why I kind of lost interest in Star Wars. I mean, the f- yeah, base. Yeah. Well, uh. you know, I the other thing is is that I really, you know, I mentioned it before. I really liked Episode Eight and stuff, and then. I heard what I heard about episode nine. They basically, you know, did, did their best to scrap everything about episode eight. And I'm going like, you know, I didn't like episode why, eight. Why, why should I care? Yeah, I uh, so. out of the uh, out of the sequels, I think it's the better one. No, seven's the better one. The no. because they introduced Finn, and Finn had so much potential. Yeah, and they eight went nah nah. He's just here for comic relief. Yeah, that really irked me. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, the actor wasn't yeah, all that happy with it either. No. <laughs> well, <do> you, <laughs> you want to talk about not happy? Is Mark Hamill. Yeah. How much he loves. Oh, yeah, and you can definitely tell how he brutalized Luke Skywalker just because of it. So, Anyways, I was going to say, let's go move on from Star Wars. It's beating a dead horse. Yes, <laughs> it really is beating a dead uh, horse. Yeah. How about Last of Us? Anyone seen Last of Us? I have nah. seen no. the video game played through, and... I uh, I hear the the sh- TV show is very close to that. Yes, mm. and I am interested in seeing it. But like I said, I've seen the. I I know how the story ends, and I know how it goes. So I'm kind of whether or not I want to actually watch it because I I have it. I have what the 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 video game was in my head already, and I'm afraid to see it. Yeah, you know whatever changes they've done in the actual live. Yeah, but they're going to be doing version. changes. They have to. Well, I know that, yeah. but I'm just saying it's like I've seen it. And I already have enjoyed it, and I don't want to see another version of it. Oh, okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I have no interest. I don't. I don't have a you know dev level distaste for zombie stuff, but it's well, they're it's not really it's zombies. It's not really zombies. I know, I know, but it's it a fungus infection. Yeah, whatever. It's Athlete's foot's taken to the extreme. It's, zombies. It's, 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 a, it's a zombie by another name. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, I guess you know. So, so well, speaking like of which, they're still doing more. Walking Dead stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Which like yeah. really? It's like that's that's kicking a dead horse. It, it, yeah. It's it's a TV series living up to its name. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm not caught up on it. But I've seen a bit of uh, Picard season three. I've watched and I think two episodes of it, and they're like I've random episodes throughout the season. Ah, yeah, and, no, and, that, and I've that seen won't work. And, I, and I've seen clips of the last episode. That won't work. Um, so yeah, I need to get caught up on it, but mm-hmm. I've I've enjoyed what I've seen so yeah. far, and stuff. I gotta say, it is such a pleasure to have Michael Dorn back mm-hmm. as Worf. Yeah, yeah. You right. know, I mean, he's been lobbying for a Worf show for like the past twenty five years. Well, yeah, and seeing Worf again, I really wish he'd he gotten he, one. He only he only yeah. is only good against other Klingons. There are no all, all those people beat him up. They've, no, they've <laughs> changed that. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. one thing I appreciated about Picard. No, no, like, just just saying it was like a known meme thing, right? It it's was like, a meme thing, yes. Yeah, like but thankfully, they've gotten away from the whole. Well, we have to show that the baddie is really badass, bad. so we'll have him beat up Worf. Yeah, they've kind of gotten away from that. Because that was so tiresome. It's like um, Worf's supposed to be a kick-ass guy, and yeah, chief of security, unbeatable, this, that, and the other thing, yep. and it just made him a joke. Yeah, well, yeah. Not well I mean, like well, you know what I mean. Competent. The, yeah. the absolute. The absolute best, and you c- I'm sure you can find the scene online if you want to look for it, is Worf is introducing himself to another character on Picard. And he, and he yes. goes, I am Worf, son of Mog, son of 
uh, Alexei, so, and like uh, Bane of the Duras family, destroyer of Gowron. I have made some chamomile tea. Do you take sugar? <laughs> uh, that was the one episode I did see. Like I'm going, why has this guy not been on my screen for so long? Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, they they tried to stick him in Deep Space Nine, well, which, he, which uh, was he did great. great on he, Deep he Space did. Nine. He did. He did. He did. He did. But uh, again, Deep Space Nine came about. A lot of changes yeah. happened due to Babylon Five. Yeah. Yeah, like seriously, a lot of changes in DS Nine happened because of Babylon Five. It's it's interesting because oh. which it, I DS DS Nine was actually one of the se- the one of my favorite Star see, Trek who I series. Loved in DS Nine, yep. the Taylor Garrick. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I loved him. Oh, Garrick was great. Andrew Garrick. Robinson. Yeah, fantastic yeah. actor. And yeah. Uh, yeah. also, I mean, with the Ferengi, I liked uh, I liked Quark. Um, uh, Quark. Sorry, Quark. I think yeah. I think my favorite character in DS Nine was Bashir of all things. Bashir I, was good. I yeah. really um, loved him as watching that in that. Armin Shimmerman. Who played Quark? Yes. Yeah. Uh, for a while there, one of the CTV stable of uh, channels was showing Remington Steel. I think it was like Bravo or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, or s- they call it like CTV drama now. Yeah. So I'm watching Remington Steel uh, and really kind of enjoying it. But Armin Shimmerman shows up as. A really annoying neighbor of uh, Laura Holt, mm-hmm. one one of the leads, oh, right. and he's yeah. in. He's actually in like two or three episodes. Oh, okay. And we go like, "Hey, that's Quark." <laughs> yeah. And in some ways, you can see little bits of Quark in the character because the character is meant to be annoying as hell. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, Shimmerman did a great job with that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I have to ask. Because I know you love the, do you like the Willow movie? Did you ever watch the series? Oh yeah, love the series. Okay, the series was great. See, I saw, I heard a lot of people who tried to watch it and was like, "This was terrible." That's what that's yeah. what I that's yeah. what I'd heard from at least two different no. people that yeah. I saw that I've talked to that have seen it. It took a little while to get its footing. Well, maybe that. maybe they just gave up. And, too and, and this yet, and, and and Disney Plus doesn't do binges. No, they do weekly. Yeah. 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 And stuff, and so it took a few weeks to find its footing. I found enough enjoyable about it that I stuck with it. It would have been nice. I'm glad I did. Yeah, but I said it would have been nice if it had another season instead of being. Yeah. So it's not dead. Oh, it's not. No. So it remains in production. They are not doing it like next year, and they have actually released the cast. Uh, Lucasfilm wants to do it. Disney Plus wants to do it. However, there's, and you may have heard about this in the news right now, there's kind of a realignment of how Disney is yes, approaching there's been the a streaming <laughs> yeah. business. Well, there, there's yeah. been a few uh, shakeups at Disney yeah. Yeah. in the last little yeah. while. Yeah. And so they can't say when they're going to go back into full production. And so they've released the cast because, I mean, like, you know, none of them, not even like Warwick Davis yeah. is, you know, such a big star level mm. that they're independently wealthy and they can just sit on their laurels waiting for the next season of this show and everything. They all need to work. Yeah. So they were but uh they were the producer made it and showrunner made it pretty clear, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, don't count us out. We it's want to do more. another. Yeah. We think we will. We're just not entirely sure when. Right. Sounds and a lot so like I'm the expanse. Hope, 
Yeah. yeah. Well, they brought that up, and they brought up stuff like uh, uh, mod- Modern Family or uh, yeah, that was curb, what... curb Your Enthusiasm yeah. or whatever. Uh, you know, shows that there were sometimes two to three years in between yeah. seasons, and they all came back and yeah. Everything like that. So I hope th- I hope they get the chance because I enjoyed it. Okay. I think it will probably work a bit better uh, as a binge, mm-hmm. where you can just keep going because it does get a lot stronger as it goes on. And I thought Warwick Davis did a fantastic job, and they made Willow. Now, one of the complaints I have, have heard is that Willow is kind of a supporting character in a show that bears Which his name. Yeah, but yeah. that's but that's okay. It, it's an it's an ensemble show. Well, no, that is like you know that's happened before. Yeah, look at I, sorry, Mad Max is one of the best examples. Yeah, yeah. it's the, never the most recent one. Fury, Fury Road. Fury yeah. Road. He's even Ro- Road Warrior. It's yeah. you know it's like yeah he's there, but it's the story of other people around him. Around him. Yeah. So yeah, I have yeah. no problem with Willow being. Not that, like, you know, tying in all the different, especially arcs. since okay, that's the yeah. way it's designed, right? Like, yeah. Mandalorian's different. Mando is designed for like, like one character, Pedro Pascal's guy. Well, uh, that's well, the way it, it really started. Now it's now it's turned into no, but that's the people started, right? like yeah. Mandalorians as a people. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. okay. Yeah. But I mean, like, it w- Willow started if it started as an ensemble one. That's fine. That's yeah, fine. like, yeah. yeah, it's, you know, yeah, I have no problem with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the things that I found interesting with Willow. At one point, Matt Mardigan makes his presence known. Oh, nice. Yeah, interesting. Um, Is it the Val way Kilmer? they did it, no, ah. his son. Oh, okay. Yeah. They did the same thing, apparently, with uh, Top Gun, yeah. with Maverick. Well, he, but no, no he, he, he's yeah. actually in there. Val yeah. Kilmer's actually in there. Oh, he's in there, I know, but the voice work is actually done by his son. Oh, you mean Val Kilmer's son? No. Yes, Val okay, Kilmer's sorry. son. Who sounds yeah. a lot like his dad. Well, because, yeah, you know, throat problems and yeah, well, throat cancer. Well, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, but it was nice. I haven't seen Top Gun, Maverick, but I I, 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 I want to see it just because. I really wanted to see that on the big screen. Yeah. yeah. I missed out yeah. on it. Yeah. Because if there's any movie that should be seen on a big screen, mm-hmm. so be that oh, one. Since we're going to round back to the movies for a quick second, has anyone seen Avatar Way of the Crap? I mean, mm. yes. Way of the Shite? Mer- where are the. Yeah, Way of Water, yes. No. It's I kind of like it. It's a big screen spe- spectacle, yes. Yeah, well, but it, it's not an amazing story. Or no, anything. of course not. It's Avatar. Yeah. How could it be an amazing? <laughs> st- it, it it's it's an amazing visual. Yeah. See, visual I mean, thing. Uh, you, you really do forget that it's mostly CGI when you're watching what's going some on. Some people mm-hmm. are trying to get me to watch it. Well, if you don't watch like it with uh, the sound if, off. If, if, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, he's 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 going to get he's going to get. I mean, like, if you didn't like the first one. There's well, no they, point. They want to watch me. They want to film my reactions to. to oh. yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, no. you want to watch me suffer. Anyways, that's not really the if reason. I, if I wanted to see torture porn, I'd like look at one of the Saw movies on uh, <laughs> on some <laughs> streaming service or something. Um, yeah. Or you can watch the Winnie the Pooh movie. <laughs> oh, we yeah. watched that. We watched that. We forgot that, about that because it was that uh, was special. Hey, look, Winnie the Pooh has entered the f- public domain. Public domain. Yep. yep. Okay, now, now credit. I have. To, it cost him a hundred thousand dollars, and it made four million. So that's what you uh, call a good a, return on a, investment. I can't, yeah. you know, yeah. I can't fault it. I mean, yep. You, it shows it's low production. 
Oh yeah, it, did. it definitely but shows that it's also production. he. They had to skirt because Winnie the Pooh. They couldn't show him the Disney way. No, nope. because although Winnie the Pooh is in public domain, Disney Pooh is, is a whole not. is not. Yeah, so no red shirt. You know. Yeah. You know. So you don't want to. Yeah, exactly. So they. It's weird because it's sort of the hillbilly version of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Hillbilly te- Chainsaw Massacre, yes. basically, that's <laughs> yeah. what it was. Um, it's crap, but it it was okay. Um, should we, I think <laughs> well, and it was interesting because you're like the only the only two characters that you saw were Piglet Pig- and Pooh. Yeah, and everybody was all like, "Well, where's Rabbit and Owl?" And I'm like, "They didn't have the budget for those." Yeah, <laughs> those <characters. laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. They didn't have the budget to do. They those. didn't have the budget. Although for that. he is playing sequels. And oh of course God. he wants to have his own, you know. Yeah. Well, he never said what happened to them, so they could show up in they the sequels. Could show up in the sequels. Yeah. Uh, do we want to move on to second uh, well, segment two? Or sorry, I don't have I segments anymore. Oh, sorry. Well, you didn't you jump in. Me. You skipped over me with the games and. No, I asked you for video games. Yeah. I didn't. Well, have you have to throw in because it's okay. the, it's the you know, yeah. You got to throw it in. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've talked about a lot of uh, shows that I've seen. Uh, one that. I seem to be the anime expert around here, so Paul, um, yeah. Mm. But uh, when I have access to one it. that I watched, it's an older uh, series, but uh, it just really stuck with me. It's uh, Konosuba, God's blessing on this wonderful world, is what it's called. It's an isekai, which means it's okay. somebody who dies and ends up in another reincarnated in another world as a super powerful <laughs> yes, cool guy. That Paul seems to be like that is seems to be the anime trope right now. Oh yeah, but this one And they and they have they have rankings and they're always SS rankings. Yeah. Yes. Oh this this one takes those tropes and just tosses them all over oh, the place. Oh I bet. Okay. So I mean my entire YouTube yeah. That's not a YouTube algorithm is just full of that. Like the the character no. dies and ends up more powerful. Well, than yeah, but no, they they, uh, they die and go to like the the like spirit realm and they train and they get super strong and then suddenly they get wished back from the Dragon Balls because that's how it works yeah. and okay. then they come back yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I save I, the universe I, 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 from I the newest nothing. bad person. Yeah, also, I do I do need to get back to Netflix and finish the second season of Ultraman. Yeah. Well, your typical isekai. First episode, the main character dies some way, usually oh, yes. getting hit by a truck. Usually, uh, <laughs> car accident then, of some uh, sort. God yeah. is all, "Oh, I'm sorry, we this happened to you. Why don't we reincarnate you somewhere else, and we'll give you all these extra powers as well." Yeah. Uh, and so it's they terrible. come back and they can do anything. There's really no need for anybody else to exist in the world because right. if there's a problem, they can solve it all on their own. You were talking about Mary Sue's in Star Wars. Yes. Oh yeah. Mm. Isekai. Oh. <laughs> Way over the top on way. that. But uh, this one, as I said, throws those tropes all over the place. So the kid dies. Uh, it happens in a very hilarious manner. So <laughs> he's talking to this goddess before being reincarnated, and she just can't stop laughing at how silly it was that he, the way that he died. Uh, tells him that there's this world that has the, the devil king in it, uh, and it's such a crappy world, nobody wants to be reincarnated in it. But if you want to go there... Uh, we'll give you some extra powers. You can, you know, here's a whole bunch of powers you can take and, you know, just choose which one you're going to take and uh, you can go. And, of course, she's still laughing at him the whole time while of he's course. trying to make a decision. He's getting pressured into a decision. And he finally says, okay, I want the goddess to come with me. That's, <laughs> that's, what, his right. de- that's what he decides he wants to have. Uh, and she's like, what? And it's instantly approved. And the two <laughs> of them end up being brought to this new world. Um, so now, his power is, is having a goddess her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she isn't a full goddess. 
Of course of not. Of course, because that would solve the problems too easily. And she hates the fact that she's been brought there. She wants him to kill the Devil King so that she can go back to her happy life in heaven. Um, now, this goddess is called Aqua, so you can gather she's a goddess of water. Does he keep hitting on her the entire time? No. Oh, good. No. no, I'm just saying that's a trope I hate. Yeah. Where the the no, you know, no. the, the no, guy no. character hits on the female who doesn't want him, but in the end, like oh no, well, no it she, seems she, like half of these things end up with a harem of some sort. Oh yeah, there, there, there's a harem going on with this one too, but not quite in the same way it usually does. Oh. Uh, but Aqua, uh, for does. one thing, sh- when she does solve problems, she does it o- too over the top. So they're trying to earn money, <laughs> and you know she'll call in a flood that destroys the city walls. So yeah, you got this million dollar uh, reward money, but it's going to cost you two million dollars to fix all the damage that she did. <laughs> right, So that's constantly happening. Oh, um, right. huh. As the goddess of water, she purifies any water that she touches. So she's always making tea to serve everyone. And by the time they get it, it's just hot water because she's purified the tea out of it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So really yeah, funny. Right. Uh, that way he she, has no special she, abilities whatsoever himself. She, you know, that make a great extortion racket. Just go to every Starbucks and say, I'll take this much money to never come in here again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, yeah. The first magic skill that, or the first skill that he's taught, the first adventure skill that he's taught is steel, um, mm-hmm. and uh, he uses it on the woman that teaches it to him. And uh, what he ends up stealing, because it's supposed to be a random object, is her panties. That's about and right. And of course, everybody is calling him a pervert uh. because of that. And he's like, "Oh, I can't help it. You know, it's, it's a, ra- a random choice." Uh-huh. So he's trying to down. Yeah. He's trying to outlive the the pervert brand because of that. Well, they we uh, should have had that in there. They, they didn't need to, but it's part it's part of the funny because he is part of the in a, thing. He's, yeah. he's kind no, of incompetent. No, no that's uh, I yeah. just getting well. Tired. Yeah, but there's there's more going it's on a, here. It's a trope. The second, it's, it's or the third, right? Yeah, the third character that joins them is an arch wizard named Megamin. Uh, she's a uh, member of the Crimson Eye Demon Clan. Where so they're all arch wizards before they come out, but she has dedicated her life to a specific kind of magic called explosion magic. Mm-hmm. So she can cause massive explosions. And that's the only magic she can do. Plus, it takes so much out of her that she can only do it once a day. And uh, when she does do it, she just has no energy anymore, and she has to be carried away from the scene. Did, it, did they make these characters with champions? <laughs> You'd think so. Yeah. <laughs> Usable once per day. Oh, look how it cost me almost nothing. Four points for huge power. Yeah. So it's like you only use it once per day and a week afterwards. Well, there yeah. we go. Woo-hoo. But the party's mage has one spell that they can only use once, and it's too big to use in a dungeon. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's, <laughs> yeah. It's the limited yeah. f- focus. Oh, look, oh, yeah. look, look. There, it only cost me four points to buy uh, this power because yeah. it's so many limitations. I'm, on. I'm, I'm reminded uh, there is an actual X-Men character whose ability is to blow himself up. Yeah. But the thing is, is that he has no abilities that allows him to survive <laughs> being blown up. Being blown up. So basically... It's like, I have this power. I've never used it. But I have it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. it's like you bring me to the meetings that you really don't want to lose. <laughs> you uh, know? <laughs> now, the fourth character that joins their party is a crusader, another woman. Uh, her name is Darkness. Of course. Um, now, a crusader is a kind of a paladin-like character, mm-hmm. right? She is uh, totally klutzy, uh, terrible on the offense, right? Um, to the point where her enemies will be standing there still waiting for her to hit them, and she'll still miss. She's that bad on the offense. How did she make it as a... Oh, because she is incredible on the defense. She just takes a beating and keeps on coming back. But if she can't hit anything... 
it sort of defeats the purpose. Well, no, she stops the opponent. Well, that's part of the joke, right? Oh, okay. But she stops the opponents long enough for the other folks to be able to come in and take them. Oh, okay. The thing is about her, though, you know, she'll be the first one to jump in into the path of danger, and our main character Kazumi realizes that it's not because she is that selfless; it's because she's a masochist. She gets turned on by people beating on her and trying to humiliate her. And, and okay, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. But I, I'd have anyways, to thanks, thanks, Pat. Because yeah, yeah now I can avoid this show yeah. entirely. But mm. it is so. No, I'm sorry. No, I, I just couldn't take. I'd be going cringe, 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 cringe. Well, it, it is an etchy anime, right? So I would say etchy. I'd say cringe. <laughs> For me, like it's, it's, I'm tired of that sort of stuff. Like on, it's like we're uh, like anyway, I said, no, it seems I, to I'm be the way these uh, these shows are going. Well, so. I'm not surprised by anything you tell me. In no, fact, I'm it, expecting worse. It is, uh, it is hilarious. It it it's not boring. It is uh, I the way they present all this stuff is really funny. Okay, maybe uh, it's just the way it serves when you're like she's a masochist and she likes like no nah. nobody nobody except our main character realizes that. Yeah, but about it's her. still. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we'll go on to segment two. Okay. We have yeah. segments. I thought we didn't have segments. No, anymore. we still have segments. Segment two is the news, the news and, and rumors. rumors. Yeah. No, that's usually uh, we cover half of that in the first. We segment. did. Co- well, we actually didn't cover a lot of that because we were talking about old stuff. We weren't really talking about uh, new stuff. Yeah. yeah. So that's why news and rumors is coming I mean, up. What really new, the closest what new stuff to it was our is? discussion about Jonathan what's Majors. News? Yeah. yeah what's uh, new? Perhaps CTC in three weeks. We've we've gone on about that nonstop. Is that going to be passed by the time this gets aired? <laughs> no, no, maybe, we'll maybe. Uh, that's that's I'm why I'm not like. Let's play the ad that that Dev made up because I'm debating whether or not this is going to be released before that. It will be. Okay. Yeah. Well, then, I'm do you want to play the ad? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, not right now. Well, we, we can <laughs> just edit it into this space. Just yeah, go we can edit well, this space here for I the guess. ad. Well, somebody, uh, somebody else is sure the hell going to edit it because I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but I'm. Uh, I don't know if you know Matt Forbeck. Who wrote uh, Brave New World back in the day? Which uh, using that's the Aldous Huxley. That was Aldous Huxley. Wasn't no, it? the role-playing game, oh. okay, superhero mm-hmm. role-playing game, Brave New World, um, and it's actually using sort of the, the r- early pinnacle rules, mm-hmm. right, with the stats and the, and the dice and everything. Um, then he he did a couple other his bunch of other stuff. He's now coming out with the new Marvel multi-universe multiverse role-playing game. Okay. Okay. Which is being released in July or August. I'm hoping to do an interview with him in the next couple of weeks. Cool. Nice. Yeah. You know, interestingly nice. enough, even though you know I am as big a Marvel Comics fan as you'll find, I've never had any real interest in doing an RPG set in Marvel. Uh, mm. I mean, there was that TSR version of their world, which, which is still play. It's it's okay. It was okay. Well, but it's very I open, right? Yeah. It's basically it, it, there's columns, so. The thing is, if you're not higher level or h- high powerful, you're almost failing almost all the time. Yeah. Like, your success rate is less than 30% mm-hmm. for doing anything. Mm-hmm. Which sort of like... Uh, sounds sounds very close to my accuracy in most games we play. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. But <laughs> as well, a player... Well, it's kind of like, you know, in the movies, you wonder why is Hawkeye there, but he still can be effective. In the role-playing game, if somebody's taking on Thor, Hawkeye's not going to be doing squat Yeah, see, him. like... They yeah. can. So, like, you're facing the Hulk. Well, in, in the movies, it works because there's things that can, you know, mm. in the role playing game, you're not doing anything to him. Yeah. You're doing there's absolutely nothing. There's nothing you can do that would affect him. You know, yeah. unless you're a Thor or something, you know, yeah. equal or better. You know, and, okay, here's the thing 
Wolverine is a kick-ass character. People love him. And, you know, the comics and everything. Then you get to the role-playing game. Because you're supposed to be a hero, he can't use... He's only doing basically a, a normal human punch well, with yeah. his claws. Yeah, because his biggest attack is a lethal attack. And you don't want to be doing lethal damage you when you're a hero. In the game system, you lose... It's based on karma, right? Yeah. So if you do good things, you save people, you get more karma. If he pulls out his claws and does the like the real damage, you don't gain karma. Mm-hmm. You lose it all. Mm-hmm. Period. So you're like, well, I never want to use the claws, but if I don't use the claws, I'm doing nothing. Like a guy with armor, a normal person with armor, flak jacket, is barely being hit by Wolverine, taking any damage. The only thing Wolverine can do is sit there and take it back. No, but yeah. He, yeah, but he's not able to really do damage to him. A normal p- guard. No, 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 I know, but I'm just saying. I'm like, he just can just stand there and take whatever they do to him, fine. But he yeah. can't retaliate. Can't retaliate. Yeah. yeah. Where you're like, well, that's not how it is in the comics. No. So, I mean, then they had one where they had the uh, the anti-hero rule, where so he could actually become... Couldn't, couldn't you, like, do damage but not in a fatal nope, way? No, no, no. As soon as he pulled out the claws, the, the column was edged damage, which could yeah. potentially kill people. Yeah. And he was good oh. enough that he had a really good chance of doing that to people. Oh. Mm. And so they, they said, okay, well, you're going to use no claws. So like, well, why am I playing Wolverine then? Yeah, yeah, pretty Good much. Question. Well, because he's a great door opener. Yeah, pretty much. But <laughs> great, <laughs> good <laughs> skills, wonderful, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think the anti-hero rule came in for the Punisher more than for more, more Yeah, they did. Yes. Yeah. Um, but now there's a new one. I haven't. But I, I mean, I, I got the play test for it, so I haven't had a chance to take a look at it too much. Yeah. Um, Couldn't you say the same thing though of like Cyclops? No. Because, because he's not he he his doesn't his do his beams do force and they're not, not necessarily kill. lethal. Yeah, but he apparently can stare at a wall and bl- you know destroy yeah, but, a building but just by looking a at it. But normal person is not kill damage according to the rules. Yeah. How how does like how how, how does it differentiate? You know, he can cut a building in half, but he hits Dude, a person Hulk, and that person's Hulk, fine. If Hulk actually punches a real normal person. They're splattered. Yeah. No, no, I get that, but I'm just saying it's like but they, he doesn't. So that just doesn't make sense. He's doing. Punching damage, as opposed to lethal damage. That's how they. Yeah. That's how the rules so as written. Well, believe it or not, the official handbook of the Marvel Universe actually had an explanation for that for Cyclops yeah. specifically. Uh-huh. Uh, so basically, I mean, granted, his, his visor. He's yeah. allowed to. C- he can control yeah. the, di- so the, the, he, the intensity. Yeah. So I get he that. Could, but he could alter the height of the beam. Yeah. Lower height, less force. But uh, it also acted almost like polarize, polarization effect. So the crystals could rotate. Yeah. And on certain settings, less force than mm. on certain other settings. Mm. And so they, this is how they explained that he could do anything from, you know, knocking a guy across a room to punching a hole in a Sherman battle tank. Yeah. That sort of thing. Mm. Uh, yeah. Okay, whatever. So, but yes, I mean, just relax in your mind. Just look at the Hulk, though who can lift up battleships. Mm. So if he's actually punching someone, they're a, they're a smear. Yeah, They really no. should be, yes. Well, my, my, my favorite example of the depiction of force being completely inaccurate, uh, there was a movie back in, the, I think it was like the early 90s, uh, called Small Soldiers. Yep. Oh, or, y- yes. Um, yeah. Although, I'm sorry, I might be getting... That's toy the Soldiers. Toy Soldiers, soldiers. Toy yes. soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. Where it was based at a boarding school. A uh, yes. whole bunch of rich kids end up getting taken hostage. Tom Cruise. Pardon? Tom Cruise is in that, is he? No. 
No, oh, no, I'm no, thinking... That, you're uh, thinking Taps. I'm thinking Taps. Sorry, no. yes, sorry. But anyways, uh, I think Will Wheaton's in it. Will Wheaton's actually. in that one, yes. So, you know, it's a, it's a typical diehard type scenario where the kids are scurrying through the school trying to thwart the bad guys. Although, you know, it's a little grittier than most. Uh, one or two of the kids do actually die horrible deaths. And that. But at one point, uh, the decision is made to storm the place. And so, you know, the school is this fairly ornate type thing. It has a bell tower. The bad guys have a sniper up in the bell tower. Well, from below the tree line pops up an AH-61 Apache helicopter, which then shoots the sniper out of the bell tower with the main chain gun. <laughs> he's he's uh, paced. He's no, he's not paced. He just gets knocked out of the bell tower and, and you know falls yeah. down. I'm, sh- I'm sure the stuntman, you know, did a pretty good job of doing a high fall. But yes, he should have been a red mist. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. This is a yeah. 30 mm chain gun. Because yeah, in, in taps they actually have they have it where the 50 cal opens up and it goes through the building through people because. It, 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 it's a 50 cal. It's yeah. Yeah. Died you know, so... Yeah. I haven't oh, seen Taps. I've, I've this remains my favorite example of completely unrealistic use of force in a film. Uh, <laughs> Day of the Jackal with Bruce Willis. Oh, yeah? He's I haven't seen that one He's got a 20-millimeter gun, right? So it's a 20-millimeter one. It's blowing up a car. He's, his target, he's, tr- he's spending time... Th- 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 how they get to him is he's spending time to aim... Precisely on the chest, dude. Dude, it's not a twenty-two; it's a twenty millimeter. You just hit the fucking ch- anywhere, yeah. anywhere. Yeah. A glance, a glancing blow will kill you. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you hit here. That arm is gone. Like it. And so is half yeah. your torso. And the sudden, <laughs> and, and the sudden shock alone yeah. will kill you. Well, that's just it. Yeah. So, but it's just so funny because he's like aiming so precisely with a, like a pointer, like. Yeah. Like this small a dot trying to get to right to the heart is like, yeah. dude, dude, it's a twenty millimeter. Yeah. Cannon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Did, did Anyways, you miss the word? We, we we are getting away from. You know, well, pa- no, you, we we're, we're talking about uh, news and rumors. So, so we're, we're, we're reminiscing and talking about old movies. Uh, I had, no. I, I was, I, <laughs> well, I had the one of I'm going to talk to Mark Forbeck, which got on to Marvel, which got on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so it does sound like an interesting interview. I'm I hoping to do it. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to it because I, I was trying to get a hold of a, a play test of it. And he's like, mm-hmm. no, nah, you'll have to talk to the main company, which is Let him Disney. Disney. Right. So, yeah, we're never going to get to see a copy of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, we need a slightly higher profile. Yeah. Yes. Um, slightly. But I'm looking forward to it. Like, so, you know, um, I'm hoping to have a good interview with him and then um, put it back up. Um, we'll see how it goes. Uh, there is... There's a bunch of stuff that we've tried try to put on some p- on our Facebook page, but not too much. Dwayne, mm-hmm. do you have anything for? Uh, well, uh, they released the D twenty three footage for the Marvels. Mm. Yeah. Oh yes. So yes, the the, b- the movie that's been in it's getting panned across YouTube, even though it's it looks like it'll be a really fun. Well, movie. it's it's also just been in um, in production, not production or post production hell. 
for years. Well, well it's not so much years. the post-production hell. It's just that they keep changing the release date. Yeah. yeah. To yeah. my knowledge, they you know they, I think that's they haven't this is the they haven't any they haven't actually made any changes to the film in yeah. months. It's just been it's I think just this is the fourth it's been forced back four times. Yeah. Now, I think something like that. Yeah. yeah. They keep changing their mind. I think part of it is that the change in streaming strategy impacted yes. yeah. where they want to... Well, also that with the uh, the whole Black Widow thing, where because they, they released it in theaters all at the same time as streaming, yeah. and mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson's like, wait, you guys screwed me over because in my contract I get a percentage of the yep. theater. Yeah. theater. So, I know, and nothing against Brie Larson, mm. uh, but Captain Marvel, or sorry, her character is like not the best developed. Like this yeah. is more I feel like the writing and the directing. Yeah. For the thing, mm-hmm. like it, she she's yeah. an interesting character. Well, yeah. Like sh- yeah. in the comics, she's really interesting. Yeah. yeah. And but it's more about her yeah. life so as Ms. Marvel than it is about Carol Danvers that yeah. makes her interesting, right? Well, uh, it's what happens to her after she gets her powers that make her interesting. Yeah. So the thing the thing is is that amnesia is actually a running theme in Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. Well, like it, for Carol Danvers. Yes. Yeah. It's happened several times well, to after her. Rogue oh, basically Rogue. absorbed all yeah. of her. Well, even even when it started, uh, in her I have Marvel Unlimited and I've yeah. actually gone back and I've read the old Chris Claremont um Miss Marvel stuff from the seventies, which was her first solo title. When she started out she had no idea she was Miss Marvel. No, yeah. Every time she transformed, she lost her memory. Right. Yeah. And that, and then Claremont did the whole rogue thing, which worked um, was a great, you know. And so again, lost her memory. Uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick well, lost her identity. Completely. Lost her yeah. identity. Yeah. Um, Kelly Sue DeConnick in her run had one of the bad guys basically give her brain damage, oh. and again. She lost all of her memories. She got them back as factoids, similar to with the whole rogue thing, but she lost all of her emotional connection to her mm-hmm. former life. Well, and so they they ran with that sort of thing for Captain Marvel. I'm just not entirely sure it was the best choice well, it's all, because it, it didn't really give us a chance to get to know Carol Danvers no, as yeah. a character no, yeah. because she's too busy trying to figure herself out. And also, yeah. there was mm-hmm. very little emotional connection with, like, you know what I mean? Like, it, for me, it was sort of like, okay, um, I'm not really sure who she is. I don't feel an emotional yeah. connection. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I got my memories back. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I yeah. didn't see a change. So I didn't see a change in you from before to after. Other than yeah. you just don't trust well, the I people that. You were supp- who were supporting you, know, you now, before. Don't get me wrong. I remember, you know, Monica Lambeau as because I read those. Uh, I've read those Avengers comics yeah. with you know she was Captain Marvel who had the light powers and everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you know, so I understand that. I remember. I remember Captain da- Carol Danvers with Binary when yep. the yeah. Brood with took the her spell jammers. And, spell yep. j- and, and messed around with her. Once again, Chris Claremont. Yeah. Because mm. the I, I love to see the Brood in an X Men movie. Yeah. I think I think in a way Carol Danvers is kind of like the textbook definition of how writers like to torture their favorite characters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, by all accounts, uh, Claremont, uh, who, while he didn't create her, was the first one to 
writer solo, really, and that loves the character completely, put her through the ringer over the course well, of 20 again, years, that, oh, that's still over so and over yeah. again. But uh, it, it works, right? Because you know. like, she's, so, cause she's very super, like she's very high powered, right? Oh, yeah. So you need to have some sort of thing to yeah. for, to, for the audience to go, yeah. I care yeah. about this person, yeah. right? Because that's where an issue that Patrick and I have had with Superman for the longest time, because in the 70s, Jan, he does yeah. this. He's why, why does why does he need the Justice League? Yeah, why does yeah. he need anything? You know, because there's no connection. You don't feel like yeah. I care about this person. Well, it's not that I don't care about him. It's just there's never any right. real threat, threat to him. Yeah. Hey, it's like uh, Dwayne Johnson and Vin Diesel yeah. in a character. But any but anyways, uh, I do think that the character actually got to show more personality in the you know rather short period of time she was in Infinity War, or sorry, not Infinity War, Endgame, Endgame, Endgame. than she did in yeah. her own yeah, movies. Yes, yeah. exactly, which is you know, weird because she's which almost is, never in, like she's which only is, one. Yeah, she's in a bit of the front where, you know, like the way she plays off of the rest of the Avengers is fantastic. Yes. I mean, the whole thing with, with Thor yeah. summoning the axe and it goes straight by her head and she doesn't, doesn't even flinch. Yeah. And Thor's like, I, I like, like this her. one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there, there was some great stuff there. Yeah. And it's one reason why I'm really looking forward to the Marvels, because mm. I think she's going to have an awful lot more chance to show who Carol Danvers is as a character and through a very interesting lens, because I saw Miss Marvel, okay. a Disney Plus show. Yeah. Watched all of it. I've rewatched parts of it. I think Amon Vellani is fantastic. I think that... Uh, you know, for a superhero coming of age story, it's a great example of the uh, of the genre mm-hmm. and that. And so you're going to have Aman Valani, who is a fangirl of her own character. Yeah. You can find pictures of her dressed up as Miss Marvel years before she got the role. Yes. Yeah. So playing a fangirl of Captain Marvel with Captain Marvel. Yes. Yeah. And so Carol having to interact with that, oh, with I think, is going KB. to be hilarious. Now, yeah. does it feel like a bit like they yeah. have the original Captain Marvel with Rick Jones yeah. with the switching? Because they do do the transposition. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I was going, hey, God, <laughs> yeah. as Captain Marvel and Rick Jones, because whenever yep. uh, Captain Marvel had these, no, no, uh, Negabands, Negabands, yeah. and when yep. he clicked them. He, he would change into Rick Jones and he'd go to the another dimension. Yeah, while he well, well, pocket. One yeah. of them was kept in, no, it's in the negative zone. Negative zone, yes. Yeah, they'd go right. to the negative zone. But, and then when Rick Jones summoned up Captain Marvel, he'd go to the negative zone. Yep. Okay. So they, they changed place. Yep. And, and so in the trailer, it, you it, sort of get that idea it was, that. It was basically Marvel's way of doing the whole Billy Batson, Captain Marvel thing. Yeah. You yes. know, so. Um, but. You know, one of the things that they kind of established because they changed Kamala Khan mm-hmm. quite a bit for for, this, for the TV show yeah. Yeah. and that. And so the thought is, as she has this bangle that uh, unlocked her powers, and it's known that there is a second one out there, mm-hmm. it's that somehow she has one of the negabands. Yeah, and it's believed that because she's supposed to originally have got it from the meta uh, the the Inhumans. Thing with in the comics, yes, okay. she's an inhuman. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So there is a lot of speculation that part of the plot in the Marvels will be having to find the second Negaban in order to stabilize the situation where all three of them are swapping places and everything like that. And it is going to be, I think, interesting as a secondary dynamic. You have Kamala Khan, who is this massive Captain Marvel fangirl, and you have Monica Rambeau, who grew up idolizing Carol Danvers until Carol... You know, vanished off into space yeah, yeah. and abandoned her mm-hmm. and her mom. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, every indication is that uh, there's going to be resentment there <laughs> that will be playing out over the course mm-hmm. of the film. Yeah. So you have two very different dynamics between. Yeah, no, know, I, 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 I'm willing to give it a chance. Like I said, well, I'll, well, I'll, I'll. I think. It, I think it uh, does, the trailer does make it look like it would yeah. be a fun movie. Yeah. Has anyone I mean, seen. Like, it, it it has lousy space physics. Yes. Yeah. Well, of course. But Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, no worse than any other production, really. No. <laughs> has anyone seen the trailers for the Secret Wars? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. I could pretty much watch Samuel L. Jackson read a phone book. Yes. You know? Well, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. So, no, yeah. like, uh, it's interesting because the skulls that they introduce from, because it's introduced from the first Captain Marvel, yeah. are the whole thing. is like, uh, I'm looking forward to this. See how they do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now again, though, like from a fanboy, yes, I want to see. You're like, I want to see more people in the movies. Mm-hmm. I understand logistically, you can't do that. Like in the yeah. comics, it's easy enough to draw. We want to. We want a superhero team. We can put everyone in there. Oh, yeah. I miss George Perez. Because we can just draw in all the people. Yeah. You yeah. know, and animated, same thing. You just draw them in. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's the parent company that owns all the rights. Yeah. Draw yep. them in. Movies. Oh shit. Okay, so we have to pay Chris Pratt, Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> Chris yeah. Evans, but blah blah blah. <laughs> like, yep. okay, we can't afford this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, well, one of the things I'm actually having difficulty building up any enthusiasm for comes Galaxy. Up. Yeah, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy, Galaxy three, oh. volume three. Mm. I'm I'm you know? sort of interested, I'm but I'm anxious for it because it's introducing Adam Warlock. That yes. he should have been involved in that whole Thanos. Well, okay. Again, this goes to have you anyone seen? Um, the second Wakanda, Black Panther Wakanda. Oh, yeah. 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 I liked it. liked oh, it a lot. Yeah, but it's also like, it's same as the Eternals and a lot of like trying to retro explain why they weren't involved with yeah. Infinity War in, in the end, end game. It's like, uh, yeah. we did want to get involved with the water world or the, man, you know, the, the, like it's the we want to stay hidden. It's the entire fucking universe. Yeah. The Eternals. We don't get involved in this. It's the entire, entire fucking universe. Yeah. Not yeah. one half planet. Of, half of you should have disappeared, and yeah. that, that should have yeah. sent some chills. That's an essential thing. Is like half you guys are gone. You're like, oh shit, what the fuck just like? Yeah. Not not. Well, I mean, they they did a decent enough job with the Eternals of explaining it. I mean, it, no, as, as 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 long as the, you know, as long as the celestial that they were. You know, egg sitting basically was okay. No, they half, wouldn't care. But, no, but again, mm-hmm. half the Eternals should have gone. Yeah. yeah and maybe. half the Celestials should, that have, are, should have gone. Like, yeah. That's just it. Like, yeah. his power was oh, enough yeah. to wipe out Celestials. So there should have been, like, the whole what the fuck just happened? We just lost control. We just lost contact with our Celestial. Like, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. Where is this well, person? Where is this person? Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to say. It's yeah. hard to say. The celestials are on such a different order of magnitude. Uh, it's hard. It's, it, yeah, no, it's hard. It's hard to say that when Thanos pictured wiping out half of all life yeah, he didn't in the universe, that. that he didn't even yeah, know I'm they were go, there. I'm still going off the comics. Yeah. 
because in the comics, but, well, yes, but, but he I must have known they were there because yeah. Yeah. Ronan yeah. fought Drax yes. on Nowhere. Yeah, that's true. And they yeah, knew about the and they knew about the fact that the yeah, Celestials there, there, had there, this. Well, there, there's no indication that they actually have any idea of what Nowhere actually is. Yes, they do. Yes, they, 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 they showed um, in the second one. They showed the Celestials would be judging and come down and wipe okay. out the entire thing. Yeah, well, when yeah. they were describing the power That's stone. right. Yes. Ego actually is a celestial in this one, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, yes. yeah. Mm. yeah. He's an eternal. No, no, he's a yeah. celestial. He's a celestial, yeah. 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 But, but he's so a yeah. different kind of celestial different from yeah. the but celestial. But in the second uh, uh, Galaxy of the Garden ones, they do show where they, the They even stone. describe it as the head yeah. of, I like, the I like celestial. Ego better when he was just a living planet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a little harder to do. It's a little harder to do, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, uh, though, they tried to change Galactus into a cosmic cloud so well yeah. that was yeah. yeah but that was also the ultimate version of him yeah it was actually i know but no one gets it yeah no, like no. It, it's like yeah. why is it a fucking cloud well, i mean yeah but at the I, time I of that movie the ultimate universe was something that marvel was trying to promote almost more yeah. than its own universe yeah, so it's right and, and they took they took too much from ultimate fantastic four for rise of the silver surfer yeah. i mean the whole speech reed gives the army mm. was lifted wholesale right. out of the book but it would have made a lot more sense if it were being delivered by a teenage Reed Richards, as which to. is the Reed Richards in the Ultimate Universe, yes. yeah. as opposed to, you know, as big a fan as I am of Yohan Griffith, he was the wrong age for that speech. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. But uh, uh, I am looking forward to Secret Wars. Yeah. I, I am going to go see Guardians. I mean, don't yes. get me wrong. Mm. You know, uh, I'm, I'm curious to see how it all ends. Uh, and that, but the Marvels, I am really looking forward to. And we'll see. I hopefully it won't get pushed back again. Hopefully not. Yeah. Hopefully not. Yeah. Well, there's also uh, the, the new Miles Morales movie coming out soon. There's also a new Across Muppet. Spider-Verse. Yeah. There's also a new Muppet movie coming out. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Muppets. Well, they've got, they've got a new show. What? Yeah, they it's a new show. Yeah, show. The Muppets, man. I'm no. not commenting Bre on Brenda it. hates the Muppets, so I'll probably never what? see it. Yeah. Uh, Why does she hate the Muppets? Uh, she just doesn't like them. Everybody hates something, man. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but it's so weird. It's the there Muppets, man. <laughs> there is no such thing as a 100% universally beloved property. <laughs> to, no. be on, to be honest with you, I'm concerned about what the Muppet movie is going to be like after they did to Winnie the Pooh. So <laughs> no, no, this is but still... It's thank, I, I, know, I know, but I'm just saying... Disney still owns all the rights to the Muppets. Yes. Yeah. So. I'm like, they made... They went really dark, and I've always questioned Miss Piggy. So, maybe there's Miss Piggy's only fan. <laughs> there <laughs> could be, but I haven't looked it up. That sounds like something you might be interested yeah. in, since you brought it up. Yeah. Uh, does anyone have anything for segment three? Or if we're done with news and rumors. Yeah. Um, what is segment three again? Just segment three just is just whatever we want to talk. I'm about. pretty sure well, that's just just that was pretty much what we just yeah, did. Just yeah. Just to circle back a bit to the Marvel stuff, uh, there is a lot of rumors going on about Jonathan Majors and oh, yeah. how Disney is going to approach things uh, mm -hmm. with him mm -hmm. because Kang is supposed to be the, the next big bad. The, big bag. the, the next, next big, big bad. bad, or at least a version of Kang because yeah. there's yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, you know, so uh, Loki, Loki season two has wrapped production. Yeah. Right. So he's and Majors is in yeah. Loki season two. Yeah. So uh, there is that. It's hard to say going forward whether they're gonna try to recast him or not. Mm. Speculation is they will. Well they kinda have to. 
don't have to. Well, no, they could keep working with him, yes. Yeah, you know. I mean... But it's unlikely they will because basically everybody who, you know, should have stuck with the guy if they thought this would blow over has abandoned ship. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, when when a guy who is fast approaching the A-list, if not already there, loses their pub- their publicist and their manager, mm-hmm. like both both their their uh, yeah, so this tells public you relations. This sort of gives you an idea. When, they when they their PR firm and their management company both <laughs> drop them. Yeah, but that's just it. They must have known something was up. Yeah. Because like, it's not like just like a, a yeah. this came out of no, well, yeah. sorry. The whole thing exploded in one shot. But if you're, yeah, if your agency and all that or PR are willing to drop you right off the bat, mm-hmm. they had an idea that there was something going on. Yeah. Like, this is not a surprise to them. This was like, oh, shit, it yeah. became public. Okay, yeah. we're going to cut ties. Yeah. yeah. That's, it's like, this is where I hate some of the Hollywood stuff where it's like, if you have an idea that's going on, don't represent the guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you have a pretty good clue what's going on, yeah. backing away now sort of goes, okay, you knew something was up. Yeah. Like you knew there was something going on. Yeah. You know. Okay. They may not have. I'm not. This is oh speculation. Yeah. But it looks bad for them to do it. That oh, fast. it looks. It looks very bad. Yeah. You know. You know. And it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. You know. It's not like it's Harvey. Like Harvey Weinstein again. It, it just built in. And unfortunately, it's part of the system, right? Yeah. It it's slowly getting better. But I mean, when you know that, how many people knew this was going on for decades? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, no, no. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I think we should probably should wrap it up. We've hit the two-hour yeah. mark, so oh, okay. All right. Well, thanks everyone for uh, listening in, and hopefully this will come out. I'll try and get this. Re- I will try to get this ready. Yes. For CTC, before yep. CTC. Uh-huh. Don't uh, forget to edit in that. Yeah. Uh, the ad. Yeah, we well, won't. I need. I need dev. So this will be. Cut. Yeah, you need. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so we're not gonna have another podcast before CTC. No. No. Nope. Yeah, there will be the weekly post. radio stuff with yep. the and there will be the post CTC podcast. Yeah. Where we'll can talk about what happened and how well it went. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so uh, thanks everyone. Uh, Dwayne, Patrick, Paul. No, thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks right. for listening, folks. Thanks thank for having you. us in the new digs. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Out of the Basement Podcast. We'd like to thank Radio Free Music for our intro and outro music. Both songs were done by an amazing artist named Silent Partner. The intro music is called Drop and Roll, and the outro music is called Grand Navy Plaza. And we'll have links to both those songs in our show notes. If you liked what you heard and wish to support the show, please consider becoming a backer on Patreon. We can be found at patreon.com slash OOTBpod. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time.